This Facts and O'Brien podcast is brought to you by Gary Thomas and the Wealth Technology Group in Westfield. Where it's not what you make, it's what you keep. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535 and Tom Petty on Rock 102. It's going to be warm, but not all that pretty. It's going to be foggy this morning and then cloudy throughout the day on a high of 73 tonight. Mostly clear, low of 57, and for tomorrow, partly cloudy with a high of 77. 51 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, John O'Brien has got a sore tooth, so he won't be here today. He's nursing his mouth. But Steve and I will be here. Coombs will be back. And there's lots of other stuff to do. So that's how it's going to be. It's 536 on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 550 and Bob Seeger on Rock 102. Oh, uh, weather would be nice. How about uh, it's going to be foggy today and then uh, sunny this afternoon with a high of 72. Tomorrow, uh, sunny with a high of 76. It's foggy and 50 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by 413 Pro Tint. For tinting in your vehicle, home, or business, call 413 Pro Tint in Springfield today. How about some Hollywood Trash with Steve Nagel? Well, every once in a while, the greats retire and then uh, and then Smash Mouth does. Were we just talking about Smash Mouth the other day? We were talking about Smash Mouth the other day. After last weekend's mess of a Smash Mouth concert, uh, I must regrettably inform you that singer Steve Harwell is retiring. Steve apologized for his behavior and blamed it on his ongoing medical issues. He said, quote, I've tried so hard to power through my physical and mental health issues and to play in front of you one last time, but I just wasn't able to. I cannot wait to see what Smash Mouth accomplishes next. And I'm looking forward to counting myself as one of the band's newest fans. So he's having a hard time sitting through a full Smash Mouth show as well. <laughs> well, when you're uh, when you're drinking from a gallon of vodka at your show and you can't get one word coherently out of your mouth, you have a drinking problem. Hey, now, I'm an a-hole. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Well, I think a belly full of vodka the only way you'd get me to a Smash Mouth show. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, they were a very popular band. And, you know, they could be making money off of that still. But now nobody would want to go to a concert when you when uh, Did you see the video of this? Of him, like, yeah, trying yeah, to I, sing and he's trying to do All-Star. It wasn't good. No, it, it, was, wasn't, uh, it, was uh, it wasn't good at all. Well, they're still getting huge residuals off of Shrek, too, for Christ's sake. Oh, I believe that's where the only check comes <laughs> is that, from. Is that it now? He also mentioned how fortunate he is that he got to live out his childhood dream of being a rock star. And and retiring before the age of how old? 50? Uh, 50. Five. Got a boy. Not there a you go. Uh, there, uh, what you mean? I'm sorry. I just lost my place. There you I are. don't know if there is a Robin Williams biopic in the works, but it looks like an actor named Jamie Costa is already campaigning for the lead. Jamie looks like a young Robin Williams, and he does a spot-on impression, and he just released a video called Robin Test Footage Scene that makes a huge case for him. In the clip, he's playing a Mork and Mindy-era Robin, getting his makeup done for the show when an actress playing Pam Dauber comes in to tell him that John Belushi just died. It's a dramatic scene with very little comedy, and it shows that Jamie is more than just an impressionist, and the internet is already convinced that he should play Robin. It's very, uh, I watched the scene. He's really good. And, you know, this is the kind of way people get parts now. 
you you have you know with these iPhones and all these other different kinds of cameras that you can. It looks like a professional scene from a movie. Yeah. Which this guy just did it on his own, you know, little mini electronics at he, his house. He looks a lot like uh, Robin Williams. But you know, my bigger question is, how's the lady looking like uh, Pam Dauber? She does not look like Pam Dauber. Oh, that's a Poor shame. Poor girl. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with looking like Pam Dauber. Pam Dauber was very good looking. Oh, girl. hell yes. And by the way, is it is it biopic or biopic? Because I, I don't know. I see that word all the time. I don't know how it's pronounced. Maybe it's biopic. I, I don't even, I'm just asking because I got no idea. I think you could, uh, it's like one of those words you could use it either way. Okay. And only an idiot would criticize you. <laughs> Present. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, I'm not sure how to say it. Uh, it's kind of like uh, cash and cachet. I still don't know how which one's the right one. Okay. It's kind of like uh, like the owners of this building uh, don't have the ability to say mold remediation. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yes, but don't I we love, love the hum of the industrial-sized humi- dehumidifiers here? They, uh, I do. I love it. It's good background noise. Mm-hmm. The Rock says that when he called Vin Diesel out for his onset behavior, everyone on the Fast and Furious crew reached out to thank him, but he also admits that he shouldn't have done it publicly. This should have been in private. I should have scolded him that way. But you know what? Everybody likes to see an a-hole get uh, their ass handed to him. How are you supposed to know what The Rock's got cooking unless he's doing it in front of everybody? Good point. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? No. Not unless he doesn't show you. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Bill Murray was Marvel before Marvel was cool. He was the voice of the Human Torch in a Fantastic Four radio drama that aired in 1975. The the Human Torch could not get a bank loan. The Human Torch could not get a bank loan. (laughs) Also, there's a rumor that he'll be in the third Ant-Man movie. So, perfect. Yeah. Uh, James Jude Courtney plays Michael Myers in the new Halloween trilogy, and he learned his killing technique from a roommate who was once a real-life hitman. The Hmm. guy told him the key to murdering someone is, quote, get in, get the job done, get out. At that point, when do you start looking for new roommates? Yeah, when do you, uh, not not only looking for new roommates, but, uh, you lived with a guy that you knew was a hitman? Yeah, aren't you you sleeping with one eye open at that point, aren't you? Did did you post for a roommate, or was this some guy you knew? I don't know how this whole thing works. Didn't I just say to you yesterday we don't do enough Days of Our Lives stories? We do not do enough Days of Our Lives stories. Days of Our Lives will be revisiting the demonic possession storyline of Deidre Hall's character. For protection purposes while filming, the executive producer gave her holy water and a crucifix. I was never satisfied with the first round on that uh, demonic possession. I thought that this show was going off the air. Or well, did they save it? It appears as though they have uh, they have saved it because yeah. it is a show worth saving. She said, uh, every time we do a scene where I'm possessed, I've taken it on stage and offered anybody who would like to have some holy water. And everybody says yes. So we go around the whole set. Oh, there good you for go, you, Deidre. It's nice to know that they, uh, you know, even they are not above repeating themselves. I still uh, like the fact that I told her uh, when we interviewed her, right, that uh, I was caught doing something while watching her on Days of Our Lives. Yeah, Life. you know, uh, she seemed very impressed with that story. I like, don't think she was very impressed at all. She was a little shocked that I would say that to her. But we were all thinking it. But, uh, hey, you know what? I think you have to know every once in a while. You know who we're talking about, right, Dave? Mm-hmm. Deidre Hall. Sure do. Yeah, blonde. blonde. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. No. Back no. in her day, she was quite a number. Pam Dauber, 
Deidre Hall. Mm. Toss up there. Tough call. Yeah. Tough call. Uh, Deidre Hall was, uh, she was on Our House. Remember with uh, Wilford Brimley? I do. Yes. <laughs> and she, obviously she played Marlena Evans for, for years. Years. But, uh, man. Mm-hmm. She's a good looking lady. I don't know about now. I haven't seen her now. Well, Hor- yeah, but that, that whole demonic possession thing, that's usually a deal breaker for me. Yeah. Horrible name, by the way, Deirdre. <laughs> Who names their kid Deirdre anytime in the last 80 years, for crying out loud? Uh, Dua Lipa gave a special shout-out to one of her oldest fans, an 80-year-old grandpa. In a TikTok video, the grandpa has gifted tickets for his birthday. He is so surprised, he can't stop saying, quote, Are you effing kidding me? Dua <laughs> Then shared the video on her Instagram and said, oh, my God, this melts my heart. And then when the grandpa learned that uh, Dua posted about him, he said, quote, five minutes of fame is the greatest thing to ever happen. And if you're wondering what his favorite Dua Lipa songs are, he said it's that kind of woman and boys will be boys. I love Dua Lipa better than Pam Dauber or Deidre Hall. Come on now. Stop. Oh, yeah. Stop. Well, you're an 80-year-old grandpa trying to... That's the thing. It's like, really? Does this guy really listen to Dua Lipa? Or is he just like, hey, check a I'd like to do a leap on that one, huh? <laughs> Take a look at that one. <laughs> and that is your Hollywood Trash on Rock 1. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, it might be time to pull out the video cameras and garbage cans because the Red Sox pathway for a World Series return will be against the integrity-deficient Houston Astros. Now... I understand that some of you might be under the impression that the previously suspended Alex Cora facing his former employer with whom his sign-stealing scam ultimately originated from might seem slightly dubious. But most of those criticisms are coming from people like, oh, I don't know, disgruntled Yankee fans who believe it should be them rather than us. Well, that's not how things work out. Last night, the Houston Astros crushed the Chicago White Sox 10-1 to to reach their fifth league championship series, which will start on Friday night in Houston. The Red Sox, as you know, are coming off that glorious series against the so-called best team in the league, the Tampa Bay Rays. Now, I did not realize that the Red Sox had extra incentive to win that series because, quite frankly, the Rays are just filled with a bunch of disrespectful jerks. But as you may know, the Red Sox were justifiably angered to watch Tampa players eating popcorn in the dugout as they were beating the Sox in Game 1 like it was some sort of lighthearted slumber party. But with Game 3 and 4 headed to Fenway, what really pissed the Red Sox off was the Tampa pre-order for their celebratory champagne to be delivered in anticipation of winning the series in Boston. According to reports, that gave the Red Sox all the ammunition they need to crush those cocky Tampa rat bastards and win the series. Now, the Red Sox are off to face Houston now, the most distrusted team in baseball. The question for Alex Cora is, do you play the game fair and square, or do you use every dirty, underhanded trick in the book that you used to apply when you worked in Houston? Or do you assume that the same moral obligation towards sportsmanship and gentlemanly play haven't even been discussed in the Houston clubhouse since the very day that Alex Cora left? For me, I will assume that Houston's got something planned, and as such, the Red Sox better be prepared for it. I'm not saying they should cheat, but it certainly wouldn't hurt. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Buttermilk biscuit, caramel apple, they all sound delicious, and they are. They're just two of the delicious colors of Clark and Kensington paint. Yes, you don't want to eat the paint, but you would might want to, you might want to put that on your wall at Rocky's Ace Hardware. Highly rated paint and not a lot of uh, not a lot of expense. Get it today at the paint studio at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back, that's my view from the couch. 
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. at 6-11 and ZZ Top on Rock 102. Going to be uh, foggy this morning, then mostly sunny this afternoon with a high of 73. It is uh, 50 right now in downtown Springfield. What is that, the uh, royal birthday celebrations? Like? I don't even know. Uh, I have so many different versions of happy birthday. Yeah. I don't even know which one this is. It's some sort of uh, orchestral version of happy birthday. But happy birthday, Steve. Well, thank you, Bax. I appreciate that. What a big day this is for you. It is a big day. Uh, it's one of those days where I had to get up. Yeah. And I had to come into work again. What are you, 41, 42? For, 43. 43. Today. How about that? Do you realize that you are now two years away from enjoying your first colonoscopy experience? Oh, that's uh, that's fantastic. I'm I already gonna... had the, uh, the, the, the finger thing. Oh, yeah. No, that I've was... already had that. That's a, that's a good one. How long ago was that one? Was that recent? That was at 40. At 40. So yep. you, so now you're, it's old hat. And then, uh, you know, after uh, the doctor told me that that's what they do at age 40, yeah. I was told later on that that doesn't really happen until you're age 50. Yeah, so so uh, here's here's the thing about this, and I was so disappointed. By the way, uh, Dave Coombs from Laser 99.3 is here. Dave, it's Steve's birthday today. Oh, it is? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What, yeah. Do we, what do we get him? Well, what'd you get him that I can uh, tag on to? I, uh, I don't want to you know, bog him down with extra presents. I know he's got enough things in his life. But uh, we were talking about uh, the prostate exam. Oh, He's yeah. had one already. One or yeah. two already. One. Really? Yeah. Um, and now they're telling him he doesn't have to have one until 50. Mm-hmm. My last uh, checkup, they told me that uh, they're not recommending that anymore because there are better ways of figuring out whether your prostate's ballooning up or not than the, the digital exam. Yeah. Which I, I don't mean to have the sound as bad as it did. I had been working my way up to the anticipation of that, only to be somewhat disappointed that it didn't happen. Because it's like all that anxiety and preparation, mm-hmm. you know. Because you, I mean, you want to look nice, you know. You want to make sure you're you're all prepared. Sure. Never happened, and by all uh, by all accounts, it may never happen again. Have you ever had it's it's bad the prostate exam not as bad as a sigmoidoscopy have you ever had one of those I've had the colonoscopy Okay the sigmoidoscopy is when they kind of put a snake up there and one's called a flexible sigmoidoscopy the right. other's called a rigid sigmoidoscopy mm-hmm. that's the one you really don't want there's a comedian named Dennis Wolfberg Oh I heard Dennis Wolfberg the big bug eyes red hair I think he passed away years ago he but died he, many years ago yeah He has a great routine on the rigid sigmoidoscopy uh, is that, uh, but don't they, they must give you some sort of, uh, like anesthesia for you, that. You can, you can pass or, you or want. you can, or you can opt out and yes. just and sit back and enjoy. Yeah. I can do the same thing with a drain snake at home. <laughs> I bet you, you could. You probably, probably could, although could. I don't believe the, the same hook at the end ah. <laughs> exists, same kind of coil, but that's something you'll be looking forward to Steve. Cause mm-hmm. at, uh, at 43, you said, yeah. At 43, the recommendation is you're two years away from your first uh, colonoscopy. Oh, I can And you're going to love it. I cannot wait. The you, best thing ever. You know what the big the big problem is with the medical community, in my opinion? You don't need all these prostate and rectal exams because the evidence of colon cancer, not nearly the same as heart disease Listen, among guys our age. You're taking away, you are suggesting taking away one of my favorite exams. Uh, <laughs> I, I, listen, I enjoyed the hell out of it. <laughs> and I will, and I can't wait for my next one. Unfortunately, it's years from now. Yes. Yeah, you know, you bring up a good point, Dave. You know, with all the people our age, you know, between I would say thirty-five and fifty-five, mm-hmm. or even sixty-five, yep. about the, the the risk of a heart attack. Yes, it, 
why don't we get stress tests and things like that? Hello! Should be more often than, oh, you I mean, got to have your prostate checked. You got to have a, the, the colonoscopy. Well, I, don't get me wrong. I, I, you know, I believe that you should be checking for those things, too. Yes. But uh, don't you think you should be checking for all of those things? Hello. More, no, they don't, they more don't. so with the ticker. More well, so the, with the ticker. The thing is, your insurance company won't pay for that unless they believe is a reason to do it. Well, but again, you, you look at the stats. Look at the incidences of heart disease and heart attacks versus colon cancer. Huge well, discrepancy. Well, there. actually, that's a good point too. Remember when they changed the uh, the thing for women about the breast cancer screenings? Sure. Oh no, you don't have to do that so early anymore. Mm-hmm. You can do that later in life because the insurance companies didn't want to pay for the exams. Of course. Which is a bunch of bullshiznit. Of course it saying. is. It's a bunch of it's a bunch of insurance hooey. But, but they'll yeah. pay for all the colonoscopies you can throw at us. Yeah. Well, listen, come on, man. I, I and I have to believe. That the colonoscopy must be a pretty low cost procedure. There I you mean, go, bingo. Yeah, you you drink a gallon mm-hmm. of uh, of sludge. It uh, it clears you out beautifully. Anyone who complains about that doesn't know a good thing when they see it. And then, <laughs> and then there's the procedure, which is like nothing. Yeah, it's it's a, like you 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 close your eyes. You have a glorious nap. <laughs> you wait until you pass a little gas, and you're on your way home for breakfast. Great. Great stuff. <laughs> Listen, uh, you know, all those birthdays I had years ago when I was much younger, uh, I was already prepping for the colonoscopy. You drink like a half a bottle of uh, pop-off. Yep, right. And, uh, you know, and like a pizza at 2 o'clock yeah, in the morning. Yeah, that'll clean you right out the next day. <laughs> Same You're thing, damn right? right. <laughs> You're damn right. You'd be spouting off like, like your Mount St. Helens half the time. <laughs> so let's get him some cheap vodka and a pizza and call it a day for his birthday so, then. So what are you doing for your birthday? Any any big celebration? Uh, the, uh, well, is you there know, a cake? Uh, today, uh, my birthday present, our boss is leaving, which is like the greatest thing that I could ever <laughs> think of happening. And we're having a lunch for him today, yes. too. Oh, that's right. I forgot so about the like, lunch. I'm just going to squeeze tying my birthday into this whole thing. And I'm like, oh, you guys got me uh, Lenny leaving. This is awesome. This is going to be the greatest day of my career. <laughs> Steve, you, you say this until you find out who Lenny's replacement is going to be. We don't know that yet. That's all a big mystery. Yeah. But, to be uh, determined, but when it happens, yes. yeah, we'll have to break that guy in too. Oh uh, yeah, we'll we'll just we'll make sure that he he whips into shape. <laughs> Colonoscopy. For oh him. yeah, absolutely. But Steve, uh, you know, the good for the good thing for you is, is you work with very very old men who are kind of on yeah. their way out. I mean, yeah, <laughs> really. True. We're, we're facing the very back wow. end of our career. So again, and and I've said this before, but uh, people who may not know this, I used to listen to both of you when I was little. <laughs> yes, you know. Yes. So I... uh, when I when I moved here from upstate New York, I was listening to to Bax and O'Brien. And going, man, this show sucks. And now you're a part of it, and you realize that it sucks from the inside, too. It sucks even more, yeah. Yeah, it sucks even more. I don't know how this works. But it was funny. And then uh, when they said they were hiring Dave, they were bringing Dave here from from Syracuse. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, my God, Dave and the Fat Man Dave. That's the Dave. That's the guy we used to listen to on the bus every morning going to seventh grade. (laughs) The Fat Man, by the way, a great story about how he left radio. Yeah. Uh, you know, in an ambulance? No, uh, he was uh, soliciting prostitutes, which uh, which is a great way to go down in a radio career. A policewoman posing as a prostitute yeah. in a sting operation. Oh, really? And he offered her twenty two bucks for some oral. 
Because that's what he had on him. Twenty-two, 22 bucks. Twenty-two bucks. Yeah. Well, he worked in radio. So <laughs> yeah. Well, so I, I mean, I exactly understand. I understand that, but does quality craftsmanship mean nothing to nobody? <laughs> Twenty-two bucks. What do you expect? I mean, again, that's all he had on him. Apparently, that's that. You go to an ATM. You go to a bank. You write a check for cash. You got to do something. Twenty-two <laughs> bucks. You can't expect much out of that. Well, that's a bad way to see your career going to the crapper. <laughs> yes. But yeah, you know, the the benefit to you, Steve, is. Because you have worked so closely with John and I, and, yeah. and, 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 and Dave is in this ballpark too, you kind of see what's ahead of you. <laughs> yes. You, know, you well, kind of you see what faces you in the next 10, 12, 15 years. Hey, pretty. There is a, uh, there's a significant age gap between myself and you, Bax. Yes. You know, you being the next youngest person on this show. <laughs> Uh, and I'm I'm significantly younger than any of my siblings. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. the good thing about those age gaps is I can see what not to do. This is what I'm telling yeah, you. There's yeah. a great I'm advantage. Watching, to I'm you. watching. I'm watching all of you realizing. Okay, that's not how I want to live the rest of my life. No. No. And this. There's still time for you to change <laughs> yes. whatever you're doing in your yeah. life to make sure that you don't follow this path. You know, uh, one day I could be. Uh, you know, if I work hard, I could be like you, Bax, and I could interview uh, celebrities that nobody's heard of. Yep, yep. And uh, you know, uh, miss the times of the calls when oh, they yeah. call, yep. and uh, you know, do that whole thing. I'm I'm moving up here, Steve. I'm trying to build you up, and here you are trying to tear me down. What what is that all about? This, well, is, this is your birthday. birthday. I can do whatever the hell I want. <laughs> can I can I tear you down? Well, this it is wasn't, the one. It the wasn't one, really what I had in t- you know, had planned here. I mean, I, I didn't expect uh, you to be so hurtful. This is uh, the one day that I have uh, carte blanche, as the Polish would say. Uh, <laughs> that, I believe that's that French. I could do whatever. <laughs> and, that I, when I can do this. Happy birthday, Steve. Uh, hey, thanks. I'm, I'm getting you some clam chowder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, that, that's when you wish me happy birthday on Friday. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, uh, very happy birthday. Well, and uh, Oh, hopefully. my God. What an awful. This sounds like a like Prince Charles. Just uh, It's not. It's just a, it's some orchestra doing happy birthday for its maestro. Well, which, you I, know what, Steve? Parallels are so similar. I appreciate it. Thank no you. No problem. It's uh, just about 622 on Rock 102. Months and savings. 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's just about 626 on Rock 102. Uh, it is going to be uh, foggy this morning, then a little bit of sunshine this afternoon, a high of 73. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 77. It's 50 right now in downtown Springfield. We uh, we told you earlier that uh, our boss is uh, has quit and is leaving to <laughs> pursue other things. He just and- couldn't take it anymore. Well, he's been here for what six, seven years. I can't blame yeah. him. Having been here for almost three times, almost four times as many uh, years as he's been here, I can totally understand uh, his point. However, he'll be uh, he'll be joining us after eight o'clock as we tell him to get the hell out. You know, I was thinking about uh, that time. Uh, you know, uh, when I had the physical with the doctor, and not and not the prostate exam, but even the the you know the the hernia check. Oh yeah, you know. Yep. The, this guy's retired now, so you know I can't. I don't go to see him anymore. So, but but before he retired, he he did one last hernia check on me, and he said uh, because he was obviously working for a new group, he said, uh, "You know why? Uh, you, you have the right to have a chaperone in here. Do you want a chaperone in here?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I said, "Listen, you and I have been doing this together 
alone <laughs> for the last 25 years. Do you really think we need to bring in a third person into this mix? It's just so a lawsuit doesn't occur, probably, right? Well, it, well, and that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's, about, it's about people being able to right. say... Well, I don't feel comfortable with one well, other one other person being in this well, room. It's like any other long term relationship. Sometimes you just gotta spice things up a little bit. No, but I mean, this guy's seen my boys for the last, you know, every year for the last, you know, for the twenty five years leading up to the last visit that I was uh, going to him for. <laughs> but you could understand the caution. I, I, that's one of the reasons why I would never drive home the babysitter who happened to be a young lady. All alone, just the two of us in the car. Yeah, because you know, she, she might not be able to keep her hands off you. <laughs> yeah, you're half in the bag. Right. Yes. You, have, you just come home from a night with your wife, and you're like, ah! You don't want to be that creepy old guy. Exactly. On the babysitter, do you? One, one person's word against another, mm-hmm. nothing good could happen. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you... <laughs> Forget it. Let's laugh. Let's laugh. Tell me. Tell me what's fun. It's Bax and O'Brien's joke of the day. Well, it's nice to find a fellow with a keen sense of humor. On Rock 102. Joke of the day brought to you by Crazy Jay at the Buy Center of Enfield and Gale Toyota. They still want your car. Give them a call today. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. Springfield's Classic Rock. How about a classic Nintendo joke? Perfect. You ready? Yes. Why did Princess Peach choke? I don't know. Why did Princess Peach choke? Mario came down the wrong pipe. Hey! Oh! Oh! Zing, zing, zing! Yeah! Plumbing! Plumbing yeah. humor! Yeah. Booyah! Bax and O'Brien. Brian of Rock 102, it's time for news brought to you by Porter and Chester. Applying to Porter and Chester just got easier. Visit porterandchester.edu and experience their new application portal. Uh, here's local radio icon and birthday boy, Steve Nagel. You know, we had a guest, and then uh, for some reason the phone hung up. And then uh, this, this is the thing. All the equipment that we have in this building, mm-hmm. not one of us makes us a professional radio station. <laughs> no, no, no. This is it like is... this uh, pack-and-play uh, telephone that <laughs> but, we have here. But we do have an expensive dehumidifier. We do. In yeah. this hallway and in the one upstairs. Well, you know how many years that took us to get that? Yeah. Good luck. At least 27 us. as far as I could tell. That's right. Two local men are facing uh, multiple criminal charges after they allegedly showed a gun during a road road rage incident in Holyoke and resisted arrest. At 10.20 p.m. on Saturday, officers from the Holyoke police were called to Homestead Avenue and Westfield Road for the road rage incident. Officers attempted to stop a vehicle matching the description given by witnesses, but the driver did not stop. The vehicle sped away and the driver lost control of the vehicle on South Street. Uh, arrested were 32-year-old Pedro Perez of West Springfield and 42-year-old Engel uh, David Franco of Holyoke. Perez was forcibly removed from the vehicle after failing to comply with officers and resisting arrest. He even fought officers being uh, before being taken into custody. Ooh, he does have a little rage in him. Yeah, no kidding. <clears throat> Seems very angry. While officers were arresting Perez, Franco took off in the vehicle further down the street before crashing. He also resisted arrest before being removed from the vehicle. Both men threatened responding officers. The department said a firearm was recovered during uh, following a search. Perez is facing 10 charges, including assault with a dangerous weapon, resisting arrest, threatening to commit a crime, and just being an angry person in general. Yeah, what's, uh, what, what hair, hairs fall across his ass? What's, uh, what's his problem? I don't know. You know, here's the thing. Like, I was, uh, I was out Saturday night. I had a, I did a wedding up at the log cabin. Right. And, uh. It's funny how, like, I missed this whole thing by 20 minutes. 
Yeah, because I, I yeah. go that way home, mm-hmm. sure, like through Homestead Avenue and uh, and what was it, uh, Westfield Road. Like I, I go that way, and uh, isn't it just weird how you're like you're so close to to being near a crime? I, uh, oh, yeah. I wish I could have witnessed it. I missed nine eleven by a day and a half. I was in one of the towers on Saturday night, staying in the hotel, the Marriott that was in one of the towers. Wow, yeah. So that was close shave on yeah. that one. And I remember, you know, it's up. I don't know where the hotel's like way up. I was up on the twelfth. 20th floor. I don't know what it was, but I remember now thinking back, looking out the window across New York Harbor, thinking about what it would have been like to see a plane coming at you. Jesus. Yeah, crazy, isn't it? Jesus. Yeah, I got, I got pictures of uh, the year before yeah. uh, the World Trade Center and these, you know, great shots that I took of uh, oh, yeah? the camera and everything. Yeah. It's like, man. Gives you chills. Like, how could you, mm-hmm. how could that happen? Uh, but there was something else I was going to add to that, and I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, you're just like you're, just like you're missing uh, action by by minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just slowed down a little bit. Yeah, you would have been able to watch the whole thing unravel. That's uh that's happened to me uh, a few times where I've been uh, like four steps behind, uh, yeah. a, like a tragedy. I or mean, a... you you could lament those those uh, those moments, but. On the other hand, you're also the same guy, and I'm not just saying this because it's your birthday, mm-hmm. but you were the same guy who was Johnny on the spot when mm-hmm. you thwarted that uh, terror cell at that Cumberland Farms. That's right. Yeah. That wouldn't have happened if you followed the same, you know, like 20 minutes later or like 20 minutes before. Actually, I told you that if I knew the place was being robbed, I would have never have went in there. <laughs> Of course. Don't admit that. But I would have run away and uh, said, well, somebody else will call the police. But, you know, we could Monday morning quarterback that thing to death <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and and never get our story straight. But uh, the fact is, you were there. You used your, your masculine barrel-chested frame to intimidate the living bejesus out of that uh, would-be dirt bag. And then you probably saved lives. Hundreds of lives. How many lives did I save? Tens of lives. Tens of lives. Less than ten... Three or four lives. Maybe one maybe life. Maybe one. Maybe. And maybe, that's enough. That's enough. Maybe, maybe you, you averted someone getting badly injured. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I made the cops work for a day, huh? Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, huh? Yeah, they, what were they doing otherwise? Oh, they were just waving their hands at a traffic detail. <laughs> Uh, the West Springfield Police Department is looking to identify a woman allegedly involved in a store theft. Uh, West Springfield Police say she is responsible for a theft at a West Springfield store. No other information was provided about the theft. What are they going back? You're reverting back to your old habits? It's like two steps forward and nine steps back. If you can identify this woman, you're asked to contact the West Springfield Police uh, Detective Kennedy. Detective Kennedy. He doesn't have a first name either. <laughs> Yeah, it's detective. Maybe he goes by just one name, like Pele or Madonna. I guess. Uh, but I'm trying to figure out which store this is. It looks like it might be. This is like Blue's Clues. It's like trying to figure out what the West Springfield <laughs> Police Department is talking about. It looks like a uh, store with an automatic door. Uh, maybe Price Right could be. I but don't yet, know. But yet, uh, you know, how, you, how are you supposed to help in the arrest of this guy? If woman. you don't know what woman, uh, okay, of this woman, if you don't know any details, you don't know what store, you don't know what street, you don't know any of this stuff. A very bosomy woman, I might add. Hmm. Bosomy, uh, bosomy. Maybe those were decoys, like uh, to, to, to throw off the sense of the hounds. Yeah, she was. Uh, she had cans. She wasn't just stealing cans. Right? Hey, oh. hey, listen, that's. Uh, I find that to be misogynistic, even on your birthday. 
Uh, inconsistent fall temperatures are causing water quality issues for Holyoke residents Tuesday night and could have a direct impact on water supplies, according to officials. Oh, so it's not just the bum urine that makes it uh, <laughs> unsafe to drink. What is that called? Homeless runoff? Uh, Holyoke, well, yeah. That's a <laughs> great name for a wine, actually. <laughs> Holyoke, Holyoke Water Works said customers may notice a slight discoloration in the water quality until weather patterns begin to state stabilize this condition is only temporary and it's a naturally occurring event called reservoir turnover which holyoke water experiences almost every year another great name for a wine reservoir turnover or oh, i was thinking just like something you'd buy in a bakery what do you have in a reservoir turnover <laughs> uh since Hol- that's a great name for a band actually it would be yeah. yes since holyoke waterworks is one of the two remaining unfiltered water sources in massachusetts it currently does not have the treatment process in place to address this naturally cur- occurring event Customers should not be concerned about the discoloration of this drink of water. is still bacteriologically safe to drink. Hmm. Yeah, so don't worry that it's brown coming out of the tap. Yeah, it's just, uh, just a little little gross. Yeah, that's, that's why you have an immune system. And pay no attention to the mold growing in the corner over there <laughs> here at our radio station. They got this uh, on 22. They have this fall foliage map, right? Right. And uh, we are in the good era right now for fall foliage good meaning like it it's good or good like it's only going to get better uh like uh, we're not peak. we're like near peak yeah we're not peak yet but you know yesterday i'm driving and i'm thinking it's funny how you can see you can look up at the top of the mountains and see where the foliage has changed because Mm -hmm. of the temperature change up there but as soon as you get down like even where i live they're not changing as fast as they usually are. I you know I don't uh, I don't know what the uh, conditions are supposed to be to have a, a full glorious bunch of foliage all over the place, but uh, you know what? Up north, it's quite breathtaking. It is breathtaking, which is why you got a place up. There. That's why I got that place so I can be uh, my breath can be taken. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's uh, do some news out of Pittsfield. Detectives are investigating after a pizza delivery driver was robbed at gunpoint in Pittsfield on Tuesday evening. evening. The uh, Pittsfield police said the armed robbery occurred on South John Street around 8.30 p.m. while the driver was making the delivery. The driver then called the police after being robbed. A canine police uh, officer searched the South John Street area for some time but did not locate the suspect. No arrests have been made at this time. Pittsfield is uh, quite the crime-ridden city. Well, yeah, it's a hellhole. We don't uh, we don't really talk a, a whole lot about it, uh, but they are kind of in our listening area. So Pittsfield, uh, yeah, they are. You can get this radio station in Pittsfield. It depends on where you are in Pittsfield. Well, I, I suppose in the live stream, maybe, but I'm. Usually around Beckett's when it starts to fall right off. Yeah, but once you get over that mountain for some reason, huh. uh, you tend to pick up the signal again. Well, I'm sorry for all the terrible things I've said about uh, Pittsfield. Doesn't our company uh, have uh, radio stations in Pittsfield? No, no, I don't, no, no, I don't do think not. so. Okay, I'm not. Uh, I'm not sorry. You're not sorry for what? For making uh, fun of Pittsfield. Well, I mean, if they can't hear you. It's quite all right. It's kind of like if a tree falling in the woods. You know, if you can't hear it or you don't see it. Must not be all that offensive. Uh, for the first time, the FDA on Tuesday afternoon authorized an electronic cigarette, saying that the vaping device from R.J. Reynolds 
can help smokers cut back on conventional cigarettes. Well, isn't that convenient? You banned all the stuff beforehand, <laughs> and now a cigarette company is providing the e-cigarette that has been fully approved by the FDA. Huh. That's, a, that's weird. That's, that, never saw that coming. E-cigarettes have been sold in the U.S. for more than a decade with minimal government oversight or research. Facing a court deadline, the FDA has been conducting a sweeping review of vaping products to determine which one should be allowed to remain on the market. Uh, most notably... The company that has the most money in to get the approval from the FDA would be a tobacco company. The agency said in September it had rejected applications for more than a million e-cigarettes and related products, mainly due to their potential appeal to underage teens. But regulators delayed making decisions on most of the major vaping companies, including market leader Juul, which is still pending. Tuesday's decision only applies to Views' uh, solo e-cigarette and its flavored tobacco nicotine cartridges. The agency said data from the company showed the e-cigarette helped smokers significantly reduce their exposure to the harmful chem chemicals in traditional cigarettes. But they were just saying not too long ago that these vapes were worse than regular cigarette smoke. Yeah, but, you know, and I don't, I don't know of any scientific evidence that says that they were successful in taking people... Uh, away from an addictive behavior. You're basically replacing one addictive behavior with another one. True. And and, and both have, you know, you know, anecdotally appear to be unhealthy for you. know, there's plenty of research uh, supporting yeah. tobacco, uh, yeah, I'm not, but not enough research supporting, uh, you know, whether, you know, vapes and e-cigarettes are harmful. I was just talking to a friend of mine the other night about the whole vaping thing because he vapes. Right. You know, and then I, and then he goes... Yeah, but you know what? He's like ten years from now, we're gonna find out that that you know this was more detrimental than we thought. Sure. To your health, and uh, we're, it's gonna be some weird ass cancer that we're all gonna get from using this stuff. And uh, and I said, yeah. And he goes, but you know what? Don't ruin that for us yet. Yeah. <laughs> we want to be let's, surprised yeah, like everybody let, else. Let's just let's just go with the flow. And then when they come out with those, have you bought an e-vape cigarette back in 2021? Yeah. And uh, you, <laughs> do you suffer from mesothelioma or vaginal mesh? <laughs> it, it's like back in the 20s and 30s and 40s when Major League Baseball players used to you know promote smoking as a, a good, healthy way to... Live your life. Yeah. You know? Like doctor recommended. These yes. these particular cigarettes uh -huh. are doctor's favorites. Yes. Yeah, it's no different. But I just think it's funny that the only way that this was fully approved was now because a tobacco <laughs> company was backing it. The very tobacco company that was sued by a bunch of people over yeah. the harmful effects of their own product. Of course, ironic. but but the lobby is mm -hmm. still you know, despite how you know the cigarette companies have been uh, damaged over the years because of the no smoking, uh, you know, push in this country, they still have a lot of juice when it comes to lobbying. And and how expensive are cigarettes these days? And how much more expensive do they have to get before smokers will finally say, "Nope"? I don't know. Is there, I mean, a, I, I, is there a limit? I mean, like honestly, what's no, a, I mean, addiction. Uh, there's only so many people that are going to want to take that move to uh, break the addiction. Mm -hmm. It's very hard. I uh, Well, what's I a, what's a pack of cigarettes go for now? A pack of cigarettes is like 10 bucks. This is why I smoke cigars now, but I'm still addicted to nicotine. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's not like that ever is ever going to go away yeah. until you finally stop completely. But 10 bucks, $11 in some places. 
You remember, the, remember the, the days when, like, a, a, a guy would die from, like, emphysema or lung cancer because he had a five-pack-a-day addiction? Mm-hmm. Remember the, yeah. the five-pack-a-dayers? Remember those guys when they were still alive? My dad was a four-pack-a-day guy. So four, uh, so that's $40 a day times 365 yeah. days a year. $14,600 yeah. per year mm-hmm. at that rate. At that rate. But, but these were the days when cigarettes were less than $2 a pack. Right. I, well, I'm just, so, apl- yeah. I'm just applying oh, that you, behavior to yeah. today's standard, you know, you know, cash standards. Mm-hmm. I mean, the those uh, those five-pack-a-dayers, you know, you don't, they're not around anymore. Who can afford that? That's that's the that's the addiction of millionaires right there. But do, but do you really smoke five packs? Or was it more of like I'm lighting, like my dad used to light one and then put it down somewhere outside and then yeah, light another one. He probably didn't think he was losing money by doing that. Although, I mean, I've seen plenty of smokers who will go back and uh, and smoke the remainder of what's left of a cigarette. My parents used to send me down to the Indian Reservation in upstate New York at 16 years old to buy them cigarettes. Huh. Wow. They'd give me uh, they'd give me twenty dollars and I'd go get two cartons of cigarettes because that's how that's how cheap they were. Yeah, family services would be called in if you <laughs> tried doing that today. Great life lesson for young Steve. Yeah, if you tried doing it today, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm talking right. about back in the day. Back in the day, that was that was perfectly acceptable. Mm-hmm. A man in Rhode Island named Charles Kendrick was up at two a.m. last Wednesday playing Grand Theft Auto. Oh, and he was naked at the time. By the way, is there any other way? No, I I always play Grand Theft Auto <laughs> naked in my living room at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> He heard a grinding sound outside, like something was being cut. So he went out to investigate, and that's when he saw someone under his car stealing his catalytic converter. Uh, wow. Geez. Charles confronted the thief, and they fought, and the thief eventually got away with the catalytic converter. But Charles got the guy's uh, phone and has since given it to police, and as far as we know, the thief hasn't been caught yet. But Charles said, I don't uh, think he was expecting to get caught, and he definitely wasn't expecting to get caught by somebody naked. Oh, I believe oh. we have a uh, phone call. Why don't you answer yeah, that? Should question? I answer that yes, now? Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, that's yes. exactly yeah. who it is. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? It's uh, Dominic Sano. How are you? Hey, Mayor Oh, Dom- the mayor Dom- of Springfield, Dominic. I don't, I, lo- I don't know if I lost the call. Yeah, it, it, you, it, you it, lost the call about 15 minutes ago, sir. Okay. <laughs> he was holding yeah, the entire John time. John doing all right? Yeah, John, uh, John's got a toothache. He, had a, he had a tooth pulled, and uh, he's yeah. not feeling too well. Yeah, but uh, you haven't met Dave Coombs from Laser 99.3. He's a good pinch hitter, Dave. He's a good pinch hitter. Thank you, Dom. I appreciate that. You know, I recently moved from uh, Syracuse, New York, similar yeah, size city. Yeah, bike all the way over here. I heard about that. Yeah. Okay. There there wow. Go. He knows Ooh, everything. Oh, he, nice he got a bike to too there, yeah. Nice business west. <laughs> I just called to wish him, uh, to wish Stevie Bono Campliano from Mayor Dom Dom happy birthday. <laughs> you listen to me, you scumbag. You don't call my radio show and tell me oh, happy you know, birthday. I call your that, office you know, and tell you happy that birthday. What's that, Dad? <laughs> how many people love that bit? Uh, everybody loves everybody, that bit. Everybody's crazy about it. When I busted my chops, then I know I'm in trouble. But I just wanted to wish you happy birthday. Well, thank you, and I, I appreciate that. And I'm making you more famous by doing that impression. Yeah, because that's what he needs. You're absolutely right. More yeah, famous. Right. There's pros and cons to that, my friend. Listen, it could be worse, Dom. You could be Officer Bumbles. Yeah, there's that no, too. No, no, no. Yeah, you don't want that. Guys, don't. I got to get going. So. Uh, yeah, there's Happy city 14. work to do. Yeah, well, hey, uh, come on the show again sometime. It's been a long time since we've had you on to talk about stuff. Well, you know, again, uh, uh, we can have a few laughs, and uh, you enlighten my day early in the morning. Right. 
Let's listen to you buttering us up. Are you uh, are you playing Grand Theft Auto naked right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Kramer in Seinfeld. There, I got the phone right in the shower. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. All right, sir. We've eaten up of right, your, guys, your busy day. Care. Thank you All very much. Wow, the mayor of Springfield, nice. Dominic yeah. Sarno, calling you on your how, birthday. How many may- uh, mayoral birthday greetings do you get? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I I didn't get any this year. Listen, happy birthday to you. You smell like a zoo. <laughs> you look like a monkey and you smell like one, too. Bada bing, bada boom, Dom Sano. Thank you very much. God bless. God bless Springfield. Uh, we can do the weather later. It's going to be all right today. It's 51 in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Hiya. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 658 and Led Zeppelin on Rock 102. Going to be foggy this morning, but then uh, sunshine's going to pop out later today with a high of 73. Tomorrow, going to be sunny with a high of 77. It's uh, 51 right now in downtown Springfield. Hockey is back in Springfield this Saturday. You can hang out with the Rock 102 road crew as the Springfield Thunderbirds get ready to open up their season at the Mass Mutual Center against the Hartford Wolfpack. Tomorrow happens to be Thunderbird Thursday. We'll tell you all the details about that later, but the road crew... We'll be there on Saturday for the uh, pregame block party from 4 until 6 at Court Square. There'll be games, prizes, uh, fun for the whole family, and Trailer Trash will be performing live at uh, Court Square. It's opening night of the Springfield Thunderbirds this Saturday with Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. We Save yourself 30% on all things in the Pioneer. Now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you, folks? I don't want to overstate the obvious here, but this Matt Jones fella appears to be working out just fine for the Patriots. Of all the team's many problems and deficiencies, Mac Jones doesn't appear to be one of them. Just the other day, I told you that Mac Jones is the only rookie quarterback since the NFL merger to have racked up 70% of his completions on at least 30 attempts in four of his first five NFL starts. The only other quarterbacks to reach that level in back-to-back games was Dak Prescott and Carson Wentz back in 2016. He's also tied the record for the most completed passes by a rookie quarterback in his first five starts with 135 completions. And I would like to remind you all, there are still 12 more games left to go. In other words, everybody is mighty impressed with Mac Jones. Everybody but the pathologically insane, such as former New York Jets head coach Rex Ryan, who appeared to be not all that impressed. According to Rex Ryan, appearing on ESPN on Monday, the Patriots are not going to get to the playoffs, in his opinion. He also states that Mac Jones is a pea shooter who fails to realize that the football has the ability to travel more than 15 yards at a time. According to Rex Ryan, quote, he's closer to Danny Werfel than he is to Tom Brady. Now, those are pretty harsh words. In fact, I'd say they're not only insulting, they're stupid. Because if I remember correctly, who was it that made themselves a Hall of Fame career for throwing high percentage short passes loaded with accuracy and success? Oh, I don't know. Do the names Joe Montana or Steve Young come to anyone's mind? Listen, I know that ESPN loves stoking the fire by employing contributors who do nothing but spout nonsense every week, and Rex Ryan is no exception. But asking Rex Ryan to give non-objective opinions on the New England Patriots is like trying to ask John Gruden to organize the agenda for sensitivity training, meaning he's probably not the right guy for the job. So while I'm sure Rex Ryan thinks he's making excellent points, I can assure you he is not. 
Instead, he's letting his Bill Belichick psychosis take control of his ability to provide rational thought and analysis. And maybe that's why ESPN hired him in the first place. But hey, and my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Get off my lawn. That's what you say. But do those leaves leave? They will when you go to Rocky's for a leaf blower. They might even be gone by the time you get back. Craftsman, Ego, or Steel. Get a leaf blower today at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. One hundred two Springfield's Classic Rock at seven fifteen in Van Halen on Rock One Hundred Two. It's uh, not going to be too bad after the fog tapers off. It's going to be sunny with a high of seventy three tomorrow. More of the same with a high of seventy seven, which is uh, odd for this time of year. But uh, hey, either way, it's fifty one in downtown Springfield. Um, we got nothing. No, yeah, I was just actually looking at something <laughs> uh, that uh, that kind of caught my eye. You know how uh, so it's like the it's the middle of October, right? Uh huh. And you know how you're starting to hear things about, uh, you know, uh, like sales for Christmas. You know, you're starting to see you know, like Christmas shopping uh, kind of be De- talked about. Home Depot at Halloween decorations in August. Yeah. Well, no, I, I get that. So we're at a, at a situation apparently where there is a supply chain issue mm-hmm. that's going around, partially due to COVID and uh, you know a lack of employees. Uh, Apple, for example, their new iPhone 13. They're going to slow down production because. Some of the parts that they need to build these things are becoming harder to find. Southwest uh, Airlines flights were canceled somewhat due to a uh, work problem got, there with employees. You got uh, you know, millions of people who have quit their jobs mm-hmm. over like the last two months. And I'm thinking, if you uh, are uh, obliged to buy Christmas presents for a loved one, can you get away with the supply chain excuse to not have to get <laughs> something nice? Um yeah, I guess you could. I mean, why it, not? If you're in, it, like, if you're involved in a, a a relationship with somebody, and you know that Christmas is coming up, and you say, "I'm sorry, honey, uh, it's going to have to look a little." I, I've got you this lovely uh, block of cheese because it's the only thing where the supply chain hasn't hit. It, would that be good enough? Could I get away with that? Mm-hmm. You could, even if it means just like, yeah. like saving myself a, a few bucks and you know, not really having to, you know, you know. Go against the supply chain issue because I'm 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 trying to think about how to how to handle all this. Are you uh, specifically thinking of uh, of your wife? No, 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 no. <laughs> not, not like, no. Uh, you know, I mean, in that situation, it's like yeah, you already know each other. Well, I got uh, you know, but I've got you know, I've got children. I've yeah. got uh, you know other people in my life who may or may not be deserving of presents, and I'm just wondering, you know, is there a way to move forward? With the economy being what it is, where I could maybe not be so much on the hook to get something nice. My, my point being is that uh, you could probably easily get away with that with the wife versus the rest of the loved ones in the family because you know each other so well. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you don't need a gift. Uh, she doesn't need a gift. Yeah. And you just say, hey, honey, uh, due to supply issues this year, I think we should take a break from giving us each other uh, gifts. Uh, allow me to translate here. What Bax is trying to say, Steve, is that he didn't get you anything for your birthday today because of the supply chain issues. Well, I was going, I was going toward, uh, towards <laughs> that uh, to bring up the fact that I, I, I have nothing for you today. <laughs> and it's, it's really just a matter of, of basic supply and demand economics. Yeah, I, I can see where you're... 
where you're coming from. I mean, I know that. that you may have certain demands. I have uh, very little supply. I don't demand anything. I don't. Uh, I don't even. Uh, you talking about my birthday presents? Yes. I, I don't want to. Well, I mean, I you know, I'm not going to get you something for Christmas. I mean, I mean, I. I don't need anything. I know what I should get Steve for his birthday today. Some duct tape to fix those glasses he's wearing right now. How long uh, has that been an I issue? I know. I should start a GoFundMe account for that. <laughs> You're missing a stem. How Here, long have you... <laughs> here's, the, here's the problem. This has been... This is the third pair of glasses this year that I've gotten. That's roughly about $600 worth of glasses. Because <laughs> uh-huh. they're about $200 a piece. And... Uh, I just uh, I don't trust myself getting another pair. Do you hey, understand? I'm telling you, duct tape does work. I've got yeah. duct tape holding together a pair of glasses. I use at home to watch TV with. Works, yeah. works fine. This but he's one a, does. but he doesn't uh, really ha- the way it broke. If correct me if I'm wrong, Steve. Duct tape even wouldn't have helped that. No, I don't, the duct. It's a it's a it's a really uh, rigid break. Okay, if you will. Okay, in in the stem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that I sat on these. Oh, okay, gotcha. Because I traded them out. For the sunglasses, I, I I mentioned this briefly the other day. I had sunglasses that I was I, they have prescription sunglasses that I wear. Mm-hmm. So when I when I got home, I said like, oh, I'm going to mow the lawn, but I'm going to put the uh, the prescription sunglasses on. So I put the sunglasses on, and I didn't put these into the eyeglass holder where I should have in, uh-huh. in my truck. Mm-hmm. I left them on the seat. Gotcha. So then when I got back into the truck later to take my kid to her uh, softball practice. I sat on the damn glasses mm-hmm. and I broke them again. Yeah. That'll do it. Yeah, I mean, I was I was uh, seriously debating whether to get you a brand new set of frames, but you know, with the supply and demand yeah. issues that we're facing in today's economy, mm-hmm. uh, that's just not going to be possible for me right now. You want to uh, you want to get me something for my birthday? You go on my Facebook page and you donate to the birthday fundraiser for uh, for Rick's place. There you go in uh, in Wilbraham. That's the best gift you could give me. That's a good gift. And you okay. know what? I got five thousand friends. If every one of them just donated a dollar. We could reach that goal within minutes. It's again, already up I'm, to fourteen hundred bucks, which is pretty good. Yeah, no, no that's really good. But I, again, I'm at a uh, I'm at a uh, faulty supply and demand issue uh, right now. I, oh, a supply. You're demanding a a, a, a donation, and wow. I, my supply of uh, cash is actually quite limited. So Your supply of cash. Yes, uh, you could say that my no. uh, my interest <laughs> on my card is very low. Let me tell you something. Uh, a married guy with two kids in college. Yes. Uh, there is no supply of anything. <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah. I'm basically, the well is drying up. It is, uh, you, Peter doesn't even have money to rob from in order to pay Paul. No, they actually have to find another apostle to beat up. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah, I may not be able to, to donate uh, like I would normally do. Well, that's okay. But uh, I don't know if you feel this. I feel this. And it, maybe this is like a... An age thing. But, like, if anybody ever asked me, hey, what do you want for your birthday or Christmas? I got no answers. Same. I'm at the yeah. I'm at the age now where yep. if, if if I really want something that bad, I'll go get it myself. Yeah. There's nothing you can give me that I really desperately need or want. That's exactly the way I feel about it. I don't, I don't want anybody to get me anything because, like you said, if you want something, you just save up for it and then buy it. That's why I fear winning the lottery. One of the reasons. I got nothing to buy. I, I mean, like, honestly. I got, a, I got transportation. I got somewhere to live. I got golf clubs. 
What do I? Well, yeah, right, well, your, your needs are low, but I mean, if if like a three hundred million jackpot mm-hmm. were on the line, and and yeah. I had a choice between either winning it or not winning it, mm-hmm. I'd rather win it just well, because yeah. I get a little bit of more freedom to do what I want to do. So like I I don't uh, I'm not a big electronics guy. Yeah, like, it does, like you don't you know it doesn't. I have my phone. That's about the extent of my uh, my electronic stuff. I have formal wear because I own a business where I go out and I dress up, uh, you know, profe- like a professional. Sure. Like a professional. I didn't say as a professional. But but as a professional. Yeah. Like a uh, faux professional. Right. Uh, so I don't need clothes. You're a faux professional. Uh, because that's all a write-off. You know what the biggest high-tech need <laughs> is right now for me at home is getting the right app or service to watch a certain TV show. And it seems to change from week to week. Like, i got to watch Ted Lasso. you got to get Apple TV. But I want to watch Goliath with Billy Bob Thornton. i got to get Prime Video. Netflix is also necessary. Could you watch S- Davian Goliath instead? That was a <laughs> no, good show. No, With the little kid and the talking dog? No. And you need Hulu to watch live TV. I mean, it. you need... All these apps now. If you, you know, I did this initially to quote cut the cable with me and cable TV, and I'm finding now that it's more expensive because if I got to get the go to shows, I got to sign up for a subscription to just about everything. Steve, get a load of the old I, guy uh, who's complaining about the old, the newfangled, yeah. uh, newfangled things. Uh, here's here's what I want for my birthday. I want to go home. I want to smoke a big fat joint. And then I want to eat a big bowl of ice cream, and then I want to go to sleep. Yeah, that's what I want for my birthday. I, I believe that's called Wednesday. I was just going to say it's no different than any other day of the year. Uh, well, maybe maybe the kind of ice yeah. cream you're choosing. Uh, oh, by speaking of ice cream, this is, here you know this is how we go on to, to different topics. Sure. I have uh, I have uh, found my new favorite ice cream, which is uh, Tillamook. Oh yeah. You oh yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. What, this is uh, my sister-in-law was watching the kids in one day, and then she must have brought this over. It was this waffle cone swirl ice cream. Mm. Oh, it's like man. vanilla and chocolate ice cream with fudge dipped waffle cone pieces. Oh my god! And, really? Uh, yeah, it's like a, it's a fat kid's dream. It's uh, it's the best. It, it's especially like, when you're stoned. It's like we're made for each other, Steve. Because I'm hooked on the Dairy Queen drumstick. Was it called a Blizzard? The blizzard, yeah, the drumstick go. blizzard, which is exactly what you're yeah, describing. Yeah, kind of like the uh, the, the pieces of yes. fudge cone. But there's a there's it, it's funny how like Ben and Jerry's gets all the pomp and circumstance for the you know the, oh it's the best ice cream ever. It really isn't. There's a lot better ice creams out there. I know in the South that Blue Bell mm-hmm. is a is a big one. Nah, I don't know if that's uh, better though. I've had the Blue Bell. It's yeah. okay. I didn't think it, but Turkey this, Hill is pretty good. Actually, right. Pennsylvania area, I think. But this uh, this Tillamook. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, less gotta, expensive, I'm sure, than Ben & Jerry. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be so good and avoid that stuff, but you know, there was, yeah. a, there was a point in the middle of this pandemic where we just went hog wild. Oh, you have to. Oh, yeah. Because you we, don't know if you're ever... You know, if you're gonna, we, we, we would eat like like food was we had like 24 hours to live. That's mm-hmm. how we were eating. If you're gonna die from from an infectious disease, you might as well go out being happy about it. You're damn right about that. Hey, Fat and a, happy. I had a I had a box of Oreos and a half a gallon of Tillamook ice cream. Nothing wrong with that. No, but uh, this Tillamook, I'm totally hooked on it. And right. matter of fact, I bought because they had a sale on it. Yeah. It was like two for six. You bought thirty. 
<laughs> no, I bought four of them. Okay. Good enough. So I, just to try the different sure. flavors Good because purchase. I had yep. tried the one flavor and then... Uh, the Marion Berry Pie is a good one. Marion Berry Pie? Yeah. Is that the one that's loaded with <laughs> balls of cocaine, cocaine inside of it? No, not Marion Berry Pie. <laughs> Marion Berry Pie. Oh, there's the That's difference. a good one. And then uh, they have a malted moo shake, which is like a vanilla and malt ice Damn. cream, malt ball ice cream. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, we're hooked, totally hooked on You are a movement. smart consumer. Man. Yeah. There, you, there you go. It's I'm hoot. It's 726 on Rock 102. What kind of tires should you get? You don't know? That's okay. 729 with Bax and O'Brien at Rock 102. Dave Coombs from Laser 99.3 is here filling in for John, Jello. who's got a toothache today. So A toothache? My tooth, my teeth hurt. I bet you we'll hear all about that when oh, he yeah. comes back tomorrow. He's going to do a blow-by-blow account of his open cavity. His blow-by-blow account of his oral fixations. <laughs> Plus, you got to worry about that dry rot that comes with it, too. Oh, yeah. Dry socket. Dry socket. That's yeah, it. right. Yes. Well, I had that once. Mm-hmm. It's awful. Yes, it it's is. It's awful. Mm-hmm. When I had my wisdom teeth uh, yanked, yeah. I got uh, dry socket in one of them. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Mm-hmm. It's like I, a, I had my wisdom teeth taken out as an adult because well, that uh, explains a lot. Yeah, I know, and uh, I didn't get the dry socket. I I, I tried to make sure that that uh, space was quite moist, but oh god, it was. Mm-hmm. I don't like uh, having uh, just the word extraction sounds awful. Yeah, it does sound. Uh, it must awful. have been there had to be a better word to use. Yeah, you know, like like the the dissipation of. Of uh, of dental work. I mean, that would have been good. The elimination. That's better than extraction. Yeah. Uh, elimination sounds way better. It's softer. You know, it it makes you think, okay, this how bad can this possibly be? Extraction sounds like just about like the worst thing they can do to it. Yeah, and it's uh, it's not fun. The, the last time I had one taken out, the guy broke. It broke in the process oh, wow. of him oh, taking God. it out. And uh, he had to... Uh, go in further and uh, to the point where he puts his like knee on my chest <laughs> in order to get it out. Wow. Yeah, it was bad. We're talking it, about the tooth. Well, it was already broken. That's Jeez. why it was being taken out. How awful. And mm-hmm. then it broke even more when he tried to pull it out. And then uh, he had to do this like, you know. It's pretty grisly. What, what a sophisticated medical practice that is. Well, uh, and he's, uh, you know, you see me, like, he's he's a very nice guy. This uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but he was the extractor. I call him the extractor. Yeah, that's he's a, a very, uh, very nice guy, uh, uh, handsome man, if you will. Uh, a uh, lot of the, upper body strength. Uh, uh, very much uh, so. Probably barrel chested. He's probably, uh, he's probably doing that uh, all day long with a bag all day long. <laughs> But instead of punching gloves, he's got the rubber gloves on, and he's yanking it with Yanking with teeth a, out all with day. With vice grips. Man, that's a hell of a job. Good stuff. We got news coming up next to Rock 102. 8 a.m. every Thursday. The Leo. 737 with Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. This month, Yankee Home is offering a free down payment coupon valued up to $1,400. Call today and mention Rock 102 for this special October offer. 
Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Uh, Gabby Petito's death was caused by strangulation and was confirmed to be a homicide. Teton County Coroner Brent, Dr. Brent Blue announced at a news conference on Tuesday. Authorities believe she died three to four weeks before her body was found. Her death had been previously ruled a homicide in preliminary investigations. Petito's boyfriend, Brian Laundrie, has been identified as a person of interest in the case, but he also went missing in September shortly after returning home to Florida. He has still not yet been found. Uh, in a statement provided to several media outlets, the Laundry family attorney, Stephen Bertolino, said, Gabby Petito's death at such a young age is a tragedy. While Brian Laundrie is currently charged with the unauthorized use of a debit card belonging to Gabby, Brian is only, only considered a person of interest in relation to Gabby Petito's demise. You know, if you just told us where he was... <laughs> yeah, that would have been easy. Or not let him go for a hike when somebody's looking for you. I'm going for a hike, Mom. Okay, honey. All right, be back before the cops arrive. Make sure you pack enough food and blankets. Uh, <laughs> Petito's body was found in Wyoming near where the couple was traveling on a cross-country road trip. Uh, Blue explained that the final autopsy took a month because officials wanted to be exact about the examination, noting that nothing is obvious in these cases. He did not comment on details regarding how they knew her body was found three or four weeks after death and did not give a comment on conditions of her body. He did note though, that Petito was not pregnant at the time of her death, because I think that was one of the speculations. Right. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. The puppy reported stolen in Dedham in a home break-in uh, returned to, uh, to her family on Tuesday after police asked community members to assist in the search. Oh. So the, the, the dog is not kept as evidence? No. The eight-week-old pit bull. Oh. <laughs> was uh, picked up wandering the streets and uh, brought to a shelter, according to a statement from the Dedham Police. On Sunday around 8.20 p.m., police responded to a report of a house break-in on uh, Busey Street. The occupant of the home was gone for a short period of time, and upon returning, found signs of forced entry. Officers searched the area and determined that whoever broke in had already left the scene. Several other items were also taken, including jewelry, cash, footwear, documents, and a 2015 Honda CRF450R dirt bike. But it was the dog is what they really wanted. That's oddly specific. Yeah, like no, they that just is... say uh, jewelry, cash, and specifically a 2015 Honda CRF450R dirt bike. Uh, the dirt bike features include a dual exhaust, pro taper rear sprocket. <laughs> Rental bars and red and black grips. I don't understand yeah. why this is the item that they're focusing on as the standout item of the Because when you see some knucklehead doing, you know, popping wheelies in a busy intersection like you would see here in Springfield, I mean, not Dedham necessarily, but in Springfield you see this, then you can at least uh, be on the lookout for that particular model. Hey, that dirt bike thing is not just happening here in Springfield. That's happening all everywhere, over the place. All over the country. It's not just uh, specific to New England. There are many cities that are dealing with this stolen dirt bike, mm -hmm. you know, rampant uh, use of the, the road public ways and whatnot. Not a good look for uh, for the scumbags. No, it's not. But uh, on the other hand, uh, I give these guys credit because those are evil Knievel moves you see down uh, on these streets. A, uh, that requires skill. Plus, now is the time for dancing on sprockets. As long as we're talking about sprockets. Right. Oh, that was a good bit, too. With uh, Mike Meyer. Mm -hmm. A uh, tanker truck loaded with 10,000 gallons of diesel fuel rolled over at a Revere Rotary Wednesday morning, spilling its contents onto a street a block from a city environmental preserve. Oh, oh perfect. When in Rome, 
<laughs> the truck tipped over roughly at 4 a.m. Uh, by uh, the Brown Circle Rotary. I don't, I don't know, live in Revere, so I don't know where that is. The rotary is adjacent to the city's Seaplane Basin Conservation Land, a marshy area just inland from Revere Beach. Some of the fuel made it into the nearby water. Oh. A block <laughs> away? Yeah. Wow. Well, it doesn't take very long for that stuff to... If you have 10,000 gallons of fuel... All right, I suppose. Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean I, I'm not even, I guess I wasn't even thinking about the volume of fuel you're talking about. Uh, the U.S. Coast Guard and State Department of Environmental Protection both responded to the scene. The Coast Guard will investigate the extent to which the water was polluted and coordinate a cleanup. Revere Fire Chief uh, Chris Bright said there have been a number of rollover crashes at the rotary in recent years. There were no injuries uh, this morning, though. Just a big, giant environmental mess. Was the uh, was the dude going around the rotary too fast? Did somebody cut him off? Or do we do we know what happened? He probably took the. Uh, well, he's. It's the funny thing is they're showing the picture of the turned over tractor trailer in front of a gas station. I wonder if he was making the delivery, and didn't quite get to make the delivery. Oh yeah. Well, he, yeah. He did deliver it, just not the way he's supposed to. Uh. <laughs> Okay, so then this uh, Kelly Sullivan from uh, some news station out in Boston just talked to the driver. He told me he had just started his shift and was on his way to Barry. He tried to downshift as he approached the roundabout. Oh, never downshift in front of the roundabout. That's a rookie move right there. Any any uh, any fuel truck driver let you know that. What, brake instead of downshift? Is that the deal? Yeah. I guess. <laughs> I guess, yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, Steven Van Zant. Who has a show on this very radio station. True. Uh, founding member of Bruce Springsteen's E Street Band is uh, launching a line of cannabis pre-rolls at Canna Provisions in Massachusetts. You mind that? How about that? You imagine uh, buying one of these and then smoking it and then listening to the show on this very radio station? Little Stevens Underground Garage? Yeah. Yeah, that would be, uh, well, I mean, I'm sure there are plenty of people who are up on a Sunday night. High from as the bejesus listening to that show already. And I think he's calling the weed Little Stevens Underground Apothecary, by the way. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. uh it's a full body balancing effect with an uplifting pep. Did you uh also read the other story that came out last week about Little Steven? No. So he's written a book, right? Mm-hmm. It's uh, like a biography, an autobiography. Unrequited infatuations is the title. Yeah. Well apparently this is a, yeah, this is according to Little Steven now. Try to imagine visually, because we've all seen him, you know, whether he's playing with the band or on the Sopranos. Apparently, before he met his wife, he had this addiction to threesomes Ah. with little Steven. Try Uh, to imagine that. Just want to give it to you right in the kisses. See? See? You can already visualize it, but yet it's disgusting at the same time. Bandana and all? I don't know if the bandana was a part of it, but Mm -hmm. my guess is it probably was. Well, hey, I mean... There are some people you can visualize, and it's not so repulsive, but then there are some people you visualize a threesome, and you go, oh my God, that must... Please, grab me a shrimp fork so I can pluck my eyes out. Hey, it's not as bad as, who's the wide receiver that used to be on the Giants? Beckham? What's his name? Odell? Is it Odell Beckham? Odell Beckham. Yeah. Yeah. His proclivity. You know about that? No. He likes women to defecate on him? Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. Allegedly. Oh, come on. Allegedly. Please. That's a crappy story. which, (laughs) Which may explain... 
his decline in the last couple of years. Oh, yeah. How can you play football after something like that? Yes. Wait, who is this again? Odell, Odell Beckham. Beckham. Ah. Now with the Browns, right? Yeah. There you go. Now you know why. Now sounds you like, know why. Sounds like he was with him all his life. Uh-huh. Yeah, what can Brown do for you? Ah, yeah. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. That's just absolutely disgusting. Right. Listen, I, I, listen I, I can be open-minded, but I, but I draw a line on that and threesomes with little Steven Van Zandt. Okay. Any member of the street band. Duly noted. Uh... Clarence, uh, well, he's dead now, but uh, Clarence Clemens. Yeah, well, he's yeah, he's dead. Yeah, yeah, but that would be the one. But even if Max Weinberg's involved, I'm going to have to say no. no Max <laughs> Weinberg, I wouldn't turn him down. Well, maybe that's you, but even me, I got standards. He's very uh, long drumsticks. Apparently, it's more and <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey uh, But apparently, uh, apparently, it's more and more common now for friends to pool their money and buy homes together, mainly because it's the only way young people can afford to buy a home these days. A real estate analytics firm called Adam Data Solutions has been tracking the trend. They say the number of co-buyers with different last names has soared 771% in the last seven years. Not all of those people are friends buying homes together, but a lot of them are. Unmarried couples are also getting in on it, and the pandemic may have accelerated that. According to the National Association of Realtors, 11% of people who bought homes between April and June last year were unmarried couples, and 3% were listed as other, which tends to mean friends or roommates. Well, think about it. I mean, it makes sense. Any millennial who's, like, uh, graduated college is sitting on a mountain of debt. House prices are sky high. Interest rates are low, but the prices of uh, properties are high. It's hard to find one. There's uh, bidding wars all over the place. Maybe the only way you can do this is try, trying to do a larger, you know, cash deal with a bunch of your friends. Well, it does make sense, and you can consider it like an investment, like much as you would putting in money into a stock market. Yeah, you know, right. Because eventually you're hoping for a return on that money that you've put into it. Uh, but uh, it could seemingly cause a lot of legal issues that nobody wants to deal yeah, with. Yeah, down, down the road, but it all puts you... It all puts you into uh, the into the uh, the housing market. You know, you know how it goes. You buy your first house, and then you buy your second house. It's easier to buy the second house than the first house because you got money from the sale of the first house. Mm-hmm. Your third house, same thing. It's easier to buy a third house than a second house because now you got more money than you did the first house, or even when you bought the second house. My house is uh, only in my name, but I do have three squatters living there uh, in the forms of uh, two preteen girls and a dog. <laughs> what are they contributing? Nothing. They contribute nothing. It's just me contributing to them more yeah. and more and more. No getting around them every child once in labor a while, laws. Every once in a while, they'll clean up the kitchen for me, but that's about it. Yeah, but those child labor laws really yeah. get in the middle of, uh, of a real estate deal. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today, which is brought to you by Fogbuster Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. Going to be uh, foggy this morning and that tapering off. Uh, Going to see sunny skies this afternoon with a high of 73. More of the same for tomorrow with a high of 77. It is 52 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news. Nine Restaurant is cooking up new hearty flavors for the season. Try the buffalo chicken mac and cheese or the homestyle chicken pot pie. Freshly baked to order and topped with a buttery flaky crust. The 99, always the real deal. Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 756. And Fleetwood Mac.
on Rock 102. Going to see the fog taper off this morning and then uh, sunny skies with a high of 73. More of the same for tomorrow with a high of 77. 53 right now in downtown Springfield. Under normal circumstances, we try not to acknowledge management uh, unless it's absolutely uh, necessary to do so. And for there's lots of good reasons for that. One, they're better off not being known or heard. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, uh, you know, sometimes uh, a guy leaves uh, to further his career and... Uh, and you want to say goodbye. Well, we don't want to say goodbye. We just had nothing else to do this morning, and he's, today happens to be his last day, so we're just inviting him on for oh, I didn't time-filling say, purposes. I, I, didn't, I didn't say that he was one of those guys. I just said that we're going to have our, our uh, boss, uh, who is leaving, uh, on the show after 8 o'clock. But, but Lenny's not really management. He's more of just kind of like a buddy. He's not really Penske uh, material. I was going to say more pencil pusher type, <laughs> uh, you know, half-rate middle management. He's he's not really Penske material. No, he just no. He's, you would not put him on the Penske file. But uh, this is the guy that uh, programs all the music on the station, so we can just fry him for ten or fifteen minutes uh, while he, when he comes in here, and yeah. uh, we can say goodbye and tell him uh, thanks for nothing. Now is today his last day, or is it Friday the last day? I thought today was the last day, unless today is just the lunch. I think today is the get out of this place uh, luncheon. Like, I, I think so. I think because I think Friday is his last day. Yeah, Friday's the last day. So he's got uh, today, tomorrow, part of Friday. Because why would you spend the whole day here on Friday if you're on your way out? Phoning it in already, probably. Oh, I, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you listened to the music he's picked? <laughs> Apart from that great Fleetwood Mac song, but have you listened to what he's been doing? Yeah, We're, yeah, including that Fleetwood Mac song. <laughs> really, you know, washing his hands to this place. So we'll be having uh, uh, Lenny on in just a little while. He can't wait to get here, buddy. No, nah, he's going he's gonna to be very excited to, <laughs> to be a part of the roast, the Lenny roast. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he will. Coming up in uh, just a few minutes at 7.58 on Rock 102. That's cadenceinc.com. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, it might be time to pull out the video cameras and garbage cans because the Red Sox pathway for a World Series return will be against the integrity-deficient Houston Astros. Now, I understand that some of you might be under the impression that the previously suspended Alex Cora facing his former employer with whom his sign-stealing scam ultimately originated from might seem slightly dubious. But most of those criticisms are coming from people like, oh, I don't know, disgruntled Yankee fans who believe it should be them rather than us. Well, that's not how things work out. Last night, the Houston Astros crushed the Chicago White Sox 10-1 to to reach their fifth league championship series, which will start on Friday night in Houston. The Red Sox, as you know, are coming off that glorious series against the so-called best team in the league, the Tampa Bay Rays. Now, I did not realize that the Red Sox had extra incentive to win that series because, quite frankly, the Rays are just filled with a bunch of disrespectful jerks. But as you may know, the Red Sox were justifiably angered to watch Tampa players eating popcorn in the dugout as they were beating the Sox in Game 1 like it was some sort of lighthearted slumber party. But with Game 3 and 4 headed to Fenway, what really pissed the Red Sox off was the Tampa pre-order for their celebratory champagne to be delivered in anticipation of winning the series in Boston. According to reports, that gave the Red Sox all the ammunition they need to crush those cocky Tampa rat bastards and win the series. Now, the Red Sox are off to face Houston now, the most distrusted team in baseball. 
The question for Alex Cora is, do you play the game fair and square, or do you use every dirty, underhanded trick in the book that you used to apply when you worked in Houston? Or do you assume that the same moral obligation towards sportsmanship and gentlemanly play haven't even been discussed in the Houston clubhouse since the very day that Alex Cora left? For me, I will assume that Houston's got something planned, and as such, the Red Sox better be prepared for it. I'm not saying they should cheat, but it certainly wouldn't hurt. But hey, and of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Buttermilk Biscuit, Caramel Apple. They all sound delicious, and they are. They're just two of the delicious colors of Clark and Kensington paint. Yes, you don't want to eat the paint, but you would might want it. You might want to put that on your wall at Rocky's Ace Hardware. Highly rated paint and not a lot of uh, not a lot of expense. Get it today at the paint studio at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 814 and Queen on Rock 102. 814. I know, huh? It's uh, going to be uh, mostly sunny today after the fog wears off and a uh, high of 73. Tomorrow, more of the same. And a high of 77. It's 53 right now in downtown Springfield. We were supposed to have our, uh, our boss on this morning with... Just uh, like it has been for the last eight years that he's worked here, uh, there's been a miscommunication. (laughs) And uh, he's not coming in today. Uh, But Friday. He he will be for his... Wait a minute. Don't we have the going away party on the day the person actually leaves the building? Mm, No, I I think we've done that before where uh, yeah, he can't do it on a Friday. Can't yeah. do it on a Thursday. Can only do it on a Wednesday because he's right. just phoning it in. But uh, yeah, no. Instead, uh, Lenny will join us on Friday. Friday. Yeah, yeah. Oh, audible. sorry, yeah. I missed that. I was uh, having a bathroom call there. No, yeah, it's all right. Uh, it's uh, all right. Like I, as I, I was saying, Dave, uh, <clears throat> to keep consistent with his routine, there's been a miscommunication, and he won't be in here this morning. <laughs> oh, was well, he going to be here for his party at well, noon or something? Exa- that's what I was getting at. Yeah. You know, anytime anybody leaves this place. You can always tell how well they were liked by the items that are picked for the going away party, ah. if there even is one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, often if, if, if we ask you to go, there's yeah. no party. Right. If you leave on your own, there's a party. Yeah, there's absolutely a party. And, we had uh, an employee here who uh, who left, who uh, walked away with a flat screen television. Wow. Now, that, how is that possible? I don't know how she managed to to uh, to convince the boss to get her a flat screen television. But was it was this when I was working? No, at? this is oh. long before you. And and but that shows you how few people actually leave yeah. on their own Accord on their own here. volition. Yeah. It's usually they usually they give you a cardboard box and that's your gift. Well, uh, you know, uh, let's see. There's been there's been quite a few like uh, goodbyes that we've said to uh, various employees over the years. Some even don't even get to say goodbye. No. Um, some say goodbye in spectacular fashion, though, uh, like we had uh, you know last year with that boss and you know him not working out so well. Oh, they all yeah. thought he no, was going to was... work out. And, uh, man, I couldn't have been happier about that. But anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> It's a shame when... Is that when, the guy now in Chicago, by the way? Or? Uh, no, it's a oh, shame. No. Different it's guy a, you didn't like. Okay. It's a shame uh, when uh, bad things don't happen to good people. Yes, I, you're I, absolutely right. I don't right. even know what I'm trying to say with that. But anyway. <laughs> but I think I get your point. But uh, yeah, we've had... Uh, I, I could tell there was, a, there was a girl that worked here. We had uh, a pizza party. 
that's when you know you weren't really well liked, mm-hmm. but you were liked enough that we got you something. Yeah, and it wasn't even good yeah. pizza. It was like uh, yeah. we defrosted a bunch of tombstones. And then we had that <laughs> other jerk boss that was here who left on his own. Nobody really liked him, but he left on his own fruition. Uh, and then he, uh, we had like this fancy catered lunch with like this gourmet food. I believe it was from the Federal, which is always a home run. For, oh for, yeah, uh, for now food anyway. Maybe but, it sounds yeah. like he threw his own party there. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know if it was like a let's try to save face because all the sour. We don't want to serve sour grapes. We already have too many here. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so let's uh, let's get the let's get the chicken francais going. Yeah, you know, that's the kind of meal that you get. There but, have been an uh, I can think of at least on one occasion where yeah. someone uh, left and we threw a party as he walked out the door. I remember that see, one. That and, was a, that was a good one. That was satisfying. See, I think that's what this party is today. He's not even coming into work, and we're throwing a party. Well, obviously the 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 party's going to be postponed till Friday as well, right? I mean. No, I don't know if he's not coming in at all. Oh, I'm just assuming. Yeah, he'll 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 come in. He's Again, got he's got stuff to clear out. Uh, <laughs> the miscommunication part was the key to this whole thing. Well, I don't I don't know. I, I I've uh, he's always been kind of kind of on the up and up for me. We so. had uh, I had circus clowns plans uh, planned for his little visit here this morning. I had all kinds of things. I had cookies, uh, cured meats, uh, <laughs> cheeses, <laughs> entire kinds charcuterie of is what you had. Charcuterie, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, antipasto. All. Why not? Yeah. Now we're not now we're not going to get any of that what are we going to do with all this all these what are we going to do with all these cured meats and cheeses i don't know but we'll talk to that bozo on friday yeah. See, we can say things like that to him now yeah he's not because he's on because what's he going to do yeah. he's not going to file a complaint with hr with two days left yeah. i don't think so please that's not going to happen but uh you know occasionally like uh, like every office there's uh, there are times when someone has to uh, you know move on and uh and that's what he's doing he's 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 moving on for a for a bigger job, and you know you, you got to respect that. Uh, I mean, you don't have to. I mean, you you should respect that. Yeah, he just texted me back. I thought you meant Friday. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh, real? <laughs> Did he say Friday? You said eight o'clock. Uh, I don't know. I said. Here's what I. It's said. a good way to get out of it, by the way. Oh, I thought you meant Friday. Well, the fact that he doesn't even know why his own employee isn't even here today uh, <laughs> indicates that. Nobody told him. Nobody told him, and he didn't investigate until he asked me after I asked him, hey, can you come in today? <laughs> hey, how come them. your coworker isn't working today? I don't know. Aren't you the manager? Well, I mean, someone's got to tell him, and I don't think anyone told him. And I found out I was filling in at about, oh, I don't know, what, uh, 4.45 this morning? Yeah, there you, there go. you go. It all worked out. Yeah. See, we got to the show. It's practically done. Well, it's... We've still got another hour and a half to go, but uh, you know we're, we're, we got yeah, through it. Wouldn't that question be for the employee who's not here? Hey, how come you're not at work today? Good point. That would be my first inkling. Good point. Right, as opposed to us who don't know really uh, jack squat. That's true. Well, there you go. See, it all all works out. Well, maybe John is experiencing what is it again? Rot, dry uh, what dry, is it? Dry, a dry socket, socket and yeah, can't socket. speak. Maybe that's it. Uh, I you know I've never I've always pictured myself not leaving here, or I always pictured myself leaving here with a security guard in tow. Like, <laughs> please collect all your belongings. You're out the building. You have... You're walking out to the parking lot, and then I have my own lunch over at Collins Tavern or something. Yeah, to, to you have kinda, 15 yeah, minutes to right, vacate. Right, yeah, right. that makes sense. That you makes need to sense. Get out. Uh, I don't see myself getting to pick the meal that I get. <laughs> Give us your keys. Yeah. Now get out. Have yeah. you guys 
either of you been fired in radio before? Sure. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. And and transferred a couple times. Okay, yeah. But I was fired, and I uh, I actually thanked the guy and congratulated him for making an excellent business decision. That's right. Because, uh, really, I... I was beyond the uh, the point of being productive at mm-hmm. at that particular time. I've never uh, I've never been fired from this business, which is kind of unusual. Yeah, very unusual. have to be fired. <laughs> the day is young, point. Steve. Who knows? Uh, but uh, you know, I've I've learned some things over the years. I've learned uh, that some jobs, you know, it, there was time you know way back in the past where I wanted another job within this business. Yeah, and then didn't get it, and then got really upset about it, mm-hmm. and then only to realize years later. Man, I can't imagine if I had gotten that job. That yeah. would have been awful. That's oh, right. yeah. That's right. The grass is not always greener. That's uh, what they tell you, and it's absolutely true. Oh, you know, somebody told me about it. The grass isn't always greener. There's just different poop fertilizing it on the other side. There you go. There you go. That's a very good metaphor. I think it was something like that. I think we've clarified what that metaphor really means. I don't know. I was high on pot. I didn't really listen to what he was saying. I've been fired three times from radio jobs, by the way. Most recently from Syracuse, which helped land me here. I was like six months shy of my 20-year anniversary on the morning show in Syracuse. No kidding. When the owner had me to lunch at a local restaurant and fired me there. And I will never forget his words. He said, you've had a good run. That was, that, was five, that was six or seven years ago. <laughs> what, what, <laughs> and, he made, never, and he made you pay for lunch. Yeah. I never understood that whole. I mean, I guess the public space is you're not going to flip your nut, mm-hmm. uh, and you're less likely to get angry and make a spectacle if somebody's letting you go. I don't know. Do you see uh, Godfather One? <laughs> you know, sometimes things that happen in a restaurant don't end all that well. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm just. Uh, yeah, well. Yeah, I'm going to excuse way. myself to the bathroom. But the uh, the idea that somebody takes you out to lunch to tell you you're fired. Yeah, well, he actually took me out to uh, lunch, but there wasn't any lunch. It was just sort of a sit down, shall we say? Listen, you always do it on a Friday, and you always do it after the shift. Mm-hmm. So we can't come back and start bad mouthing this yeah, place that's left right. and right. Unless, unless you do something stupid, like on a Monday or Tuesday, then they don't wait until Friday. No, mm-hmm. no, but uh, typically if they're planning on firing you, it's usually a Friday. Yeah, well, let's hope that uh, Friday, <laughs> we're the, he's the only one leaving. Or, or maybe Dave could have number four. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. It's 823 with Axon O'Brien and Dave Coombs at Rock 102. If there's one thing Noonan Energy has learned over decades of trusted service, it's this. People want their seasonal comfort. And if you're the one who can keep their summers cool and winters warm, well, Hero hardly cuts it. Are you a home comfort hero who wants to work for a fifth-generation family-owned business? Then explore current openings at NoonanEnergy.com. You just might be one of us. Noonan Energy. Driving comfort. Delivering more. Noonan Energy. Remember that? That's the sound of summer and body surfing. It was all you did until your hip decided you didn't. But what if you went to Hartford HealthCare's Bone and Joint Institute? Orthopedics is all they do. They specialize in hips and backs and knees the way you specialized in catching five-foot swells. So do that one thing you did better than anything at the one hospital in Connecticut dedicated to orthopedics. Hartford HealthCare's Bone and Joint Institute. The McDonald's breakfast is too good to speak deal. Sounds a lot like... Mm. 
that. And who wants to chit-chat in the morning when you have McDonald's to eat anyway? Get a sausage McMuffin, sausage burrito, or any size premium roast hot coffee, any two, for $2. Or get a sausage McMuffin with egg, two for $4. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with combo meal. Hockey is back in the 413 as the Springfield Thunderbirds welcome the Hartford Wolfpack for opening night presented by MGM Springfield on Saturday, October 16th at 7. Arrive early to scoop up your free rally talent magnet schedule. But before that, stop by the Community Bank NA pregame block party at Court Square at 4, featuring a live musical performance by Trailer Trash. Then return Sunday at 3 as the T-Birds host Bridgeport for kids opening day featuring an appearance from Palm Patrol's Marshall and Chase, courtesy of My Dream Party Princess. For tickets, visit SpringfieldThunderbirds.com. If the word insurance makes you think of paperwork, you haven't partnered with the Dowd agencies, representing top-rated carriers like Central Insurance. Dowd believes in people work, the kind of personal service they've delivered for more than 120 years. Committed to providing the right protection for the things that matter. Discover what the Dowd agencies and Central Insurance can do for you. Find your nearest location at Dowd.com. I'm attorney John Heyman. Whether you're in your car or on your motorcycle, distracted drivers have become a menace. Accidents involving texting and handheld cell phones result in needless suffering of innocent victims and their families. At the Heyman Law Firm, if you've been injured, you'll receive the personal and immediate attention you deserve. With over 30 years experience, our clients can give you a half a billion reasons why Heyman equals results. I'm John Heyman, and that's my promise. It takes a special selector to work in a freezer. That's why CNS Wholesale Grocers has increased its hourly wage by $4 an hour. That's right, freezer selectors at the Westfield, Massachusetts location earn a starting pay of $22 an hour, plus day one benefits for full-time employees. Visit online at weselectthebest.com. That's weselectthebest.com. Join CNS today and help feed America. CNS Wholesale Grocers is an equal opportunity employer and was voted one of the best places to work in 2021. BankESB is here to help get your banking off on the right foot with special rewards when you open a free checking account. Together with free online bill pay, mobile check deposit, and free access to thousands of ATMs nationwide, a BankESB checking account is made to work for you wherever you go. Visit your local BankESB branch or bankesb.com to open an account today. BankESB, unlock your potential. Other banks may charge an additional fee when non-customers use their ATMs. Member FDIC. It's 827 with Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. Tomorrow on the show, uh, Scott Zolak will be joining us. We'll talk about uh, Patriots football. We'll talk about that jerk Rex Ryan and a few other things, too. And then we'll take a clip from that interview and put it in a promo to promote the next appearance of Scott Zolak the following week. Yes, we'll do, we'll also do that uh, as well. And tomorrow also happens to be our very first Thunderbird Thursday. Pretty cool uh, prize package uh, coming up tomorrow for uh, the Falcons the Falcons. Listen to me. The Thunderbirds uh, season opener. What, you said that to I said that actual, yesterday right in uh, front of Nate Costa yesterday. Yeah. I was like, how stupid can I possibly be? Uh, Thunderbirds. I know. It's, you know, it's, it's like muscle memory. It's like, you know, for years when the when the Falcons were just starting, you know, we sometimes said the Indians by accident. But the fact of the matter is it, it, they're now the Thunderbirds. It's a whole new team, different structure, and uh, gonna, different affiliation. And when we give that prize away, we're going to uh, play Tough Enough from the fabulous Thunderbirds. Ooh, good Ooh one. there you go. I like uh, Why Get Up. 
by the Thunderbirds. You ever heard that one? I don't about, know if I have. About waking up in the morning. Oh, it's great. It was a good band. Uh, I'm sorry, Dave. Uh, you're talking about a song that uh, might have uh, some entertainment value to it. We would never play something like that, <laughs> yeah, especially in the morning show, huh? Yeah, Imagine yeah. that. Well, okay, I'll make I'll make the uh, I'll make the case when the new guy arrives. We, we were just talking a few weeks ago about uh, like songs that are really good that we don't play here. <laughs> That's why I wanted to rail into you know Lenny. Well, right, uh, Friday's coming up. Uh, but like we were talking, I think it was, uh, I, I referenced She Was Hot by the Rolling Stones. I think that's a great tune. Sure. And it was a great video, too. Uh, you know, he's walking around in his apartment trying to get all geared up to do some banging, right? Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's a perfect example. I'm sure uh, that other Thunderbirds, Fabulous Thunderbirds song is probably worthy enough of being played, but we don't play it. They play it all the time. What was the other one? Not just Tough Enough. What was the other uh, song uh, they did? Why am I blanking on that? Yeah. Well, they only had like, they had like two hits. Yeah, that I remember. I can't remember what the other one was. I'm sure it'll come to me. I'm sure I could look it up too. I'm I'm not well versed on my fabulous Thunderbirds discography. Disco- how do you say it? Uh, Disco- discography. Discography. Right. I can't say the ography words. Yeah, that's that's the tough part. It's uh, just about eight thirty. We have news next to Rock One Hundred Two. Rock One Hundred Two's. 834 with Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by the North Atlantic State's Carpenters Union. It's time to build, learn more, and visit nasrcc.org. Here's local radio icon and birthday boy, Steve Nagel. Thank you, Bax. Uh, drivers that expect road closures. Ooh, traffic alert. Road hug. <laughs> Uh, drivers uh, should expect road closures and traffic days in Longmeadow starting uh, tomorrow due to construction. The Longmeadow police said construction for improvements on Pondside Road and Tina Lane will begin October 14th until completion. Uh, DPW crews will temporarily close Pondside Road during certain phases of the construction. Drivers are advised to plan accordingly and drive with caution. I don't really know that road, but would it be safe to say it's right next to the pond? Uh, I would say. Pondside Road. Good to know. About Tina Lane. Did you ever uh, go on Tina Lane until completion? I can't say <laughs> I have, but it does seem like a like a <laughs> seem like a road trip opportunity for everybody. The uh, the <laughs> problem, I believe, uh, in Longmeadow is that uh, the gold takes so long to melt in order to lay it down <laughs> yes, for the pavement uh, that uh, it's not going to work out. Yeah, you know, that's true for drivers. Uh, let's see, uh, a bill, I lost that one too. Sorry about that. Don't worry about moving, it, Steve. Moving, moving no It's my birthday. It's your birthday. I can do whatever the hell I want. That's right. We're going to cut you a little bit of slack because it's your birthday. The West Tomorrow, Spring- on the other hand, no slack. The West Springfield, well, you never give me any slack anyway. The West Springfield Police Department is looking to identify a bosomy woman allegedly involved in a store theft. Bosomy? Mm-hmm. Bosomy. How bosomy are we talking? Pretty bosomy. Pretty, pretty bosomy. Let's put together a task force. Help out. A lineup. Uh, West Springfield police are back to their old uh, descriptions now and not giving any information uh, other than the fact that uh, this bosomy woman apparently stole something. Allegedly. Hmm. And if you can identify her on the Facebook page, you're asked to call Detective Kennedy. And what town is this in? Uh, West Springfield. West Springfield. Yeah. I'm going to look that up because I'm uh, curious uh, about uh, some things. Uh, Detective Kennedy, I believe he was on uh, MTV and hosted uh, its own, um, their own uh, show. No, I believe you're thinking of uh, Kennedy. Just Kennedy. Just Kennedy. Well, I think wasn't wasn't Kennedy also a host on like the NFL Today at one point? For Briefly. C- 
CBS. Yes, very. Or was that Jane? No, that was Jane Kennedy. Jane Kennedy. Yes. So, no, no, different. Uh, a bill before the state legislature. <laughs> We've gone. We had to reach way <laughs> yeah, far back yeah, to sorry, that one. I apologize. Jane Kennedy. A uh, bill before the state legislature is gaining the attention of local officials in western Massachusetts. Mayor Dominic Sarno says he's serious about keeping uh, criminals off the street. That's why he's teaming up with lawmakers on Beacon Hill to pass the bail appeals bill. We talked a little bit about this yesterday. Uh, and uh, they just want the criminals off there. We should have asked him about that when he called earlier. Well, he said he had uh, other things to do. And that's why I said, hey, why don't you come back on the show so we can talk about... You know, important city stuff. No, he just wants to talk about fun stuff, like my birthday. Amazing, by the way, that the mayor of the town where you guys are calls you of his own volition. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, you you didn't set it up on your birthday. I mean, he was listening. Let me tell you something about Dom Sarna. Mayor Dom Dom, for all the, uh, you know, the jabs we take at the the guy, he's one of the nicest guys uh, you you could ever meet. And he's very, like, he remembers certain, I don't even know how he remembers all that stuff. Because it's not just us he does it to. He calls people personally to either wish them a happy birthday. I mean, the happy birthday thing you could see on Facebook. Well, that's true. But I'm talking about, like, uh, you know, details about your life. He'll call and ask you how the family is. Christmas uh, cards. The guy actually sends out handwritten Christmas cards. And it seems like he actually likes the jabs that you guys dole out, too. He likes when we're busting shops. That's great. He likes the chop busting. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I mean... uh, I wouldn't trust him running a government. But, no, uh, he's of course a, he's not. a good man. He's, but, a, he's a good man. Yeah, as far as an individual, he's yeah. perfectly fine. And how long has he been trusted with running that arm of the government now, way by the way? Way too long. He's the, uh, <laughs> the longest-serving long. mayor in Springfield's history. Wow. Uh, two local men are facing multiple criminal charges that they allegedly showed a gun during a road rage incident in Holyoke and resisted arrest. Is that t- wrong? Yeah, apparently it is. At 10.20 p.m. on Saturday, officers from the Holyoke Police were called to Homestead Avenue and Westfield Road for that road rage incident. Road rage? Can't say that. Road rage? Uh, Road rage. Officers attempted to stop a vehicle matching the description given by witnesses, but the driver did not stop. The vehicle sped away, and the driver lost control of the vehicle on South Street. Arrested were 32-year-old Pedro Perez of West Springfield and 42-year-old Angel David Franco of Holyoke. Uh, Perez was forcibly removed from the vehicle after failing to comply with officers and resisting arrest. He even fought with officers before being taken into custody, police said. While officers were arresting Perez, Franco takes off in the vehicle further down the street before crashing it. You know, you almost got away. Then you make that one mistake. You make that uh, crucial mistake of crashing into something. You know, (laughs) had you just been paying attention to the road, you probably would have gotten away with everything. Uh, both men threatened responding officers, and a firearm was recovered following a search. Perez is facing 10 charges, including assault with a dangerous weapon, resisting arrest, threat to commit a crime, possession of a firearm, and felony. Franco is also facing uh, six similar charges, including disorderly conduct, possession of gun without a license, and possession of a firearm in a felony. Man, all this over a road rage incident. Imagine how angry he's going to be now. Oh, he's going to be pissed now. Real angry. I mean, he was angry before, but now he's really angry. He's really, really, really angry. Uh, new this morning, uh, Holyoke police are investigating an incident at Holyoke High School involving a threat found written in a bathroom. According to a letter sent to parents on Tuesday evening, leadership at Holyoke High School North Campus was informed by students about bathroom graffiti that read, School Shooting 10-14-21. 
Holyoke Police Captain Matthew Moriarty said the police department was then contacted by the school department. The letter sent to parents reads in parts, out of an abundance of caution and the reassurance of students, staff, and families, we will have additional police presence at Holyoke High School North Campus tomorrow, Wednesday and Thursday. The department will investigate the situation immediately Wednesday morning and will work with the school administ- administration to take any necessary steps to keep our students and staff safe. Hmm. You know, uh, out of all the school shootings that have happened uh, in this country, yeah, how many of them were preempted by a note saying, hey, tomorrow mm-hmm. at this day and time. On a bathroom wall. I'm going to be coming in here and uh, seeking revenge. Yeah. Well, you don't want to, you can't believe everything you read. I know you can't believe everything you read. And the police and the school has to do everything they can to make sure, to reassure everybody that they have this situation under control mm-hmm. and that uh, nothing is going to happen because that's the feel good measure to it. But it's unlikely that somebody who's planning on doing something is going to tell you about it. Especially on a bathroom wall. Yeah. I mean, think of uh, 9-11. How many of those guys were going around, hey, guess what we're doing tomorrow? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they don't have a whole lot of uh, evidence of that. And they certainly didn't go into that one bar uh, in uh, in Boston and and write on the walls, big day tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Let's play 20 questions. Hey, what am I doing tomorrow? Uh, Hang gliding? Close. Uh, hijacking a plane? Nah, bingo. Wow. How did, oh. I, how did I figure it out? Two questions. Yeah, you did your Man. job, Max. Yeah. Uh, well, I had to, Dave, because he would have gone through all 20 questions. I, I got gotcha. you. Anyone with information about this graffiti is being asked to uh, contact the Holyoke Police Department or the Holyoke High School staff. Uh, 22 News contacted Holyoke Public Schools about the incident, but has not yet heard back, most likely because they were closed by the time somebody got around to calling them. <laughs> Can't understand why no one of the schools answering their phones at 9 o'clock at night. Yeah, it's 9.30. We got what? a deadline for the 11. Why isn't anybody here? How come nobody's responding to us? This is ridiculous. Uh, a Seattle elementary school canceled Halloween activities over concerns about student equity and inclusion. Specifically, Seattle Public Schools says black males do not celebrate and more generally students of color feel marginalized by the holiday. One power parent, however, thinks this is an exercise in affluent white vanity that is wokeism. Oh boy. Uh, Benjamin Franklin Day Elementary is uh, Seattle's uh, Fremont neighborhood uh, typically hosts Halloween festivities each year. They include a pumpkin parade where students wear costumes if they choose. But the school administration changed its focus to foundational beliefs around equity for our students and families, and consequently, they're canceling Halloween. Jeez. Uh, you know, they haven't had uh, Halloween at my kids' school since they started going there. And I can see why. Mm-hmm. It's a huge distraction. For the school day. So what they do in lieu of, uh, well, of course, we haven't really had uh, in-class stuff in the last, this will be the first Halloween back. Sure. From, you know, they usually let the kids like do a crazy hat day or mm-hmm. some kind of like crazy hair day or something like that, which I think is more feasible than trying to get your kid all dolled up in a costume to go to school for the day where they're going to be uncomfortable halfway through the day and wind up taking it off and ruining it anyway. Mm-hmm. I never really, when I was a kid, and we had like a like a Halloween party, like in, like in grade school, I never really figured out the point of it all because you weren't going to get good snacks. 
you know, wearing your costume only going to get ruined in school. And then all, and then you know, for for what? To, to to get healthy snacks? I don't want healthy snacks. Well, I want the most unhealthy snacks you can provide. Plus, you, you've given up the surprise element there for the same costume you're going to wear on actual Halloween night. Right. And how embarrassing is it when like there's two or three of you wearing yes. the same costume, mm-hmm. and that kid's is better than yours? What was your favorite <laughs> uh, costume when you were a kid that you that you had? <clears throat> it was actually a hand-me-down costume that my dad had made. He, uh, my dad is pretty, you know, art- artistically inclined. He made out of paper mache a uh, a hippopotamus head, and, and and he also had like a like the long underwear and a tutu, so it mm-hmm. looked like uh, the Ooh. hippopotamus from uh, from Fantasia. Yeah, he and he made this this paper mache head. He made two of them, one for my mom and one for one for him, and nice. I and I kept both and used that a couple of times. Over the years, that was a great costume. My yeah. my favorite one was Superman. My mom made it herself when I was probably oh I don't know four or five years old. This is before or after Krypton blew up and you were sent to this uh, to this planet. Uh, I think it was before. Interesting. I, I don't follow Krypton religiously, so I have no idea. But anyway, that was my favorite costume that I wore. My son's, who's now going to be thirty five this year, for crying out loud, is I I, I loved it when he was uh, Indiana Jones. Oh, that's oh, a that's cool costume. Very good. What about you, Steve? I always thought my dad was Superman, and then when I grew up, I realized he was just a drunk with a cape. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, my favorite was the uh, Oscar the Grouch costume I had when I was like six years old. Oh, that's cool. It was uh, it was like a trash can. Uh, I think one of my sisters might have painted it mm-hmm. on this car. It was actually very cool looking. Yeah. It looked like a real trash can, and then I had an Oscar the Grouch, uh, Grouch mask. That I put on over my face. Well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. pretty neat. Uh, I don't. Now I'm going uh, this year. I don't really celebrate Halloween. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not big on it. I don't. I, I made a costume for, for my kids when they were little. It came out so good. I was so proud of myself. Yeah, it's just a cardboard box. I covered it with white paper and then uh, red stripes. Right, mm-hmm. and then you had you know holes for the head and for the arms. And on the top of it, I took expansion foam. And I made what looked like big giant pieces of popcorn. It was a, a popcorn box. Wow. It came out great. Very nice. Of course, yes. it's probably not safe to have a child's head so close to expansion foam, but nevertheless, it looked fantastic. Mesothelioma once again rears its ugly head. Did you uh, have pictures of that, by the way, or not? Uh, I did. I don't. I don't have them uh, mm-hmm. anymore. But it was a great costume. Yeah. yeah. I'm not so much into it anymore. I'm going as uh, I'm going as Brian Laundry this year. You won't be finding me anywhere near <laughs> Halloween. Very difficult to. You're like the Where's Waldo. Yeah. I'm going for a hike this afternoon. <laughs> where, where? I don't know. Are when you going to be back? I, I don't, don't know. know. Are you going to kill somebody along the way too? Just to, like where's make she? the. Where's make... your girlfriend? I really don't know. Yeah. That was a dark, dark joke. That was very it? dark, yeah. Steve. Well, hey, uh, comedy isn't pretty sometimes. That's you know damn, that. That's for damn sure. Pioneer Valley forecast today. Uh, go with the fog tapers off. It's going to be sunny with a high of 73. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 77. It is 53 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 856 on Rock 102. Going to be uh, mostly sunny today after that fog tapers off and a high of 73. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 77. It is 53. Six right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, I was supposed to uh, do a comedy show this Saturday. Yeah, 
that I can no longer do. Really? Yeah. Uh, but it's for uh, Pledge to Patriots. They're a group that uh, you know helps out with the Sol- Holyoke Soldiers Home all the time. They do the you know the big motorcycle run and all that stuff every mm-hmm. year. And uh, so that's going to be this Saturday, this comedy show at uh, the Chickabee Moose Lodge on Fuller Road. Right. And uh, Tim McKeever, Christine Blinn, and Pat Oates will now be taking my place instead of uh, me. Oh, uh, that's me. a major step up for those yeah, people. Yeah, there, <laughs> there was a little scheduling conflict. I can't make it. Uh, so, and that's what we're doing. Oh, my God. Well, you know, well, well, uh, well, your loss is their gain, really. I mean, Pat Oates is funny. Oh, he's way funnier <laughs> than me. Oh, yeah. Is uh, he, uh, is he the, the headliner of the show? He uh, no, Christine is uh, Christine, Christine Lid is head of headlining the show. So uh, over Pat Oates. I mean, yeah, Pat well, Oates is like uh, you know the Godfather of New England of Western New England comedy. I know, but you know what? Uh, she's way funnier than he is, so that's why she's being chosen. Really? Okay. Yeah, she's yeah. actually really fun. I, do, I worked with her a, a couple of different shows over the last. Uh, Five or six years, and uh, mm-hmm. she is she's killing it, man. Let me ask you a but question about your stand-up, Steve. Uh, in, in your stand-up, do you have like stock material that is your go-to stuff that you go? No, to, he, yeah, if you, I'll answer this question. Okay. It's not stock material; it's hack material. It's yes. very <laughs> hack material. It's a lot of it is hack material. I don't uh, put any effort into it whatsoever, <laughs> and uh, this is why I'm not doing this show. He does 15 minutes on Ovaltine. Ovaltine. Oh, why do they? <laughs> <laughs> no, let's see. The jar is round. The glass is round. Why don't they call it round team? See what I mean? Yeah. Total hack material. Mm-hmm. But uh, well, <laughs> a cancer. That's funny. <laughs> well, that one guy laughed. And laughter is the best medicine. That's right. But uh, anyway, uh, this Saturday at the Chickabee Moose Lodge, uh, you can get tickets at Pledge 2 Patriots. That's with the number 2.com. Or you can just buy them at the door. Very good. There you go. Sounds like a good event. It's uh, 8.58 with Baxton O'Brien. And Dave Coombs on Rock 102. Save yourself 